Welcome to episode seven of There Be Dragons. Uh, as always, I'm Matthew, your DM, and with me today is... Josh Walker, and be, I'm going to be playing Skern Feldspar. I'm not 100%, so Skern's going to be a little bit coarse and rough today. <laughs> um, angry half-elf. <laughs> oh, hello. I'm Tristan, I'm playing Charlie Roughhouse. We also have Karen. Yes, Karen Sling, playing Ryland Westfall, the disgraced dragonborn commander. We have Angela. Yes, Angela playing Abella, the elf who likes to steal things and, and fire do, elves. do fire elves. I don't steal them. <laughs> no, it's just a completely me. consensual <laughs> relationship. It's just been a non-stop fire elf sex party since we left I'm off. not going to say no. Let's at least introduce Tom. And yeah, Tom, the lovely person recording this, having to listen to that closely on headphones. You're um, welcome. And playing Nizor, the halfling bard who's gotten a little bit famous. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. It has been a week since the events of the fire that consumed the Bashano's docks in Orim. Charlie Roughhouse, Gorgeous George, and the party have been invited to stay at Captain Amelie's personal estate as a result of their quick actions in helping to put out the blaze, as well as alerting her to a conspiratorial plot perpetrated by masked assassins. Her home is a large walled complex in a well-to-do part of town. Several different buildings, including one for guests, the mansion proper, and a small garden are all connected by a large open courtyard. For all the space, however, the houses themselves look disused and unlived in, with vines covering the walls and little attention paid to maintenance beyond the bare minimum. George, being identified as a potential target of assailants unknown, has been placed under house arrest with guards stationed nearby to defend him in the event of another attack. Meanwhile, the mood of the city has shifted subtly. After the fight was postponed, celebratory bunting and posters have become to look and feel stale, and the people who travel from the surrounding countryside have returned home dissatisfied and disgruntled. Meanwhile, the rest pick up the pieces and begin to rebuild from the fire that has consumed most of the dock. With the City Watch now preoccupied with the events of the dock fire and maintaining civil order in the city, Captain Emily has reached out to the party to ask them to investigate on her behalf. Charlie, you're training at the moment. Pretty much. Okay. Tree's been brought in for him and he punched it until it fell over. Then he punched it until it was a log. Is and it in then, a pot plant? No, it's a prop tree. Yeah. And then he's, you know, dragged the log around, throwing it, doing push-ups with it, lambs or bench mm. with it. Basically just using it as as weights. Yeah. Punching yeah. things. Break it, knuckle. George starts yelling at you from the upstairs window of the house he's been locked in. I would really appreciate it if I could go outside, Chief. Please, can you talk to the mad bitch? <laughs> now, now, George. We don't talk about people who are keeping you alive like that, do we? Alive? I'm a friggin' prisoner! You can't be serious about this. Look at me. I can't get anything done. Do you know how much more promoting we're gonna have to do to get your profile up? Do you know how many times I'm gonna have to have another conversation with whoever they've got represented? Sorry, I sort of put my hand up. How tall's the side? Like... Up to his second window. Yeah, he's on. He's on the second. Yep. Floor. So is there like, uh, like a roof on the first floor? Is there something I can climb up to get to his window? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a pretty standard 
wood and stone building, but there are plenty of handle holds. Um, this is kind of narrative, so you don't really need to roll for it. Yep, so um, I sort of I climb up to the window yeah. and I'll grab him by the scruff and climb back down. I appreciate that, but can you perhaps put me on the ground? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I'm like, I climb down there. <coughs> Throw him out the window, breaks his neck, guys. Yeah, end of that round. So I climb down and put him down for a bit of a... Thank you. Yeah. Look, I appreciate the concern. I really do. But the fact that the fight's been delayed has killed profits. I'm still just punching yeah. the tree and whatnot while he's... I don't care. you got to give me a guard, give me a guard. Let me go out and do my business. Oh, hell, let them come here. I don't care. One or the other. I'm not... Again, I'm sort of while punching this log, I'm not in charge of security here. Uh, I'm the guy that punches the tree. You're the guy that talks. Fine, fine. I'll go talk to someone, and he storms off. Whatever George says to the guards clearly worked because uh, later that day you see people coming into and walking out of meetings with him in the house proper. And a little later that day, a coach arrives drawn by two white horses. Uh, it's a very fancy uh, stagecoach. Uh, you've not really seen something looking this good in the city previously. Oh, as in vehicle coach? Or yeah, like coach, like, like horse-drawn yeah, coach. Yep, yep, yep. Just charges in and sort of pulls up. <laughs> Uh, and out steps a rather tall, like even by elven standards, uh, tall elf uh, who is absolutely decked out in silver. George walks over and goes, Corbulo, I didn't think you were going to be here. And the elf turns to him and goes, shall we take a ride, Mr. Gorgeous? No, I'm the fighter. And since there's been a attempt on my manager's life, He's not going anywhere with someone I don't know. He looks at George and then looks at you and goes, Perhaps George should inform you as to who I am. George looks very nervous. This is uh, Mr. Corbulo. He's the leader of the Maison de Champion. He runs the entire fight circuit. Oh, OK. Uh, like, uh, it's an honour to meet you and extend my hand out. Uh, yeah, he takes your hand with his thumb and two forefingers and does, like, a very light shake with it. Uh, pleasure. It's at this point you realise that he's not Bashano. He may be ethnically Bashano, but he's actually from Erhart. The accent is very distinct. Well, if there's no other concern, I'd rather be going. I have a lunch engagement with the governor. Oh, yeah. I would sort of look at him like, do you want me to come with you? George shakes his head. Okay. No, he's... I'll sort of like go... I have no diplomacy. And then again, just... Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like... That's right, I know who to come to see if my manager does get hurt. So George gets into the carriage, he looks very nervous, um, and Corbulo gets in with him. Roll me a perception check. He's crooked, isn't he? 17. As the horse and carriage move out of the uh, small square, yep. um, you hear from inside, I'm not angry, George, I'm just very disappointed in you, and you know how I am when I'm disappointed. And that's all you hear as the carriage pulls out of the courtyard and onto the main road. Bella has decided that she wants to try and find DuPont. Is that right? I have. Could you please roll me uh, four investigation checks? Cool. Oh, that one's pretty good. 17. Mm-hmm. 19. Mm-hmm. 8. And another 19. Oh, so close, but not, not good enough, I'm afraid. The man's gone. He's vapour. Uh, 
wherever, whatever he's done to disappear, it's very, very professional. The only information you have about DuPont is from where he was staying, which is he suddenly left in the morning one day and has not been seen since. All of his shit was still there. Yeah, he literally took nothing. He just got up and left. Well, the next thing I'd investigate is if we could figure out where the gold... Like, if the gold was possibly stolen recently would be my next question. Oh, OK, so, you, okay, so you're chasing the, the ingots that Scan found? You've verified the valuation of them. They're definitely worth about 10,000 ducats each. Uh, but are there any markings, anything that would distinguish no, where...? it's gold that's been melted down. You're pretty certain, due to the purity of the metal, that this is dwarvish gold? The Morning Kyrak dwarves, they imprint everything with a house seal with, like, all information about who whose gold it is. It's literally engraved on the gold bars. This thing has, has no identifying marks. I'd probably just quickly check into the history of the captain. Um, captain Ironsides? Yes, dwarf. the guy with the hat. I, I remember that. No, worthy, worthy of note, because dwarves made the gold. A tenuous link. Uh, yeah, I'd probably look in to see if anyone in the docks knows him, anyone, see if he's got a reputation. Yep, um, you don't have to even roll for that. Like, most people know Ironsides. Mm -hmm. um, generally liked by a lot of the people, but they know he's into some sort of shady stuff as well. He actually has a, a route that runs pretty regularly, so he'll he'll be heading towards the Valen Hegemony now because it's moving into the spice season. So he'll be going in there, picking up a whole bunch of different spices and then bringing him back up to Urhart. What he's actually transporting is he could he could be transporting anything. Is is slavery a big thing in the world? It's not legally recognised. Basically, people can get shanghaied, uh -huh. and like a lot of them actually go to the unholy empire. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine that would be the place where it happened if it happened at all. Neat. Now that's as far as yeah. I can't think of anywhere else to take that line of inquiry. Mm. It doesn't sound that's like he was me. involved with the fire, no. even if he yeah, dropped stuff off thing. for it. And it would kind of be against his interests to partially destroy the dock anyway. Yeah. Ryland, you want to get these daggers identified. So, who do you want to approach to find out more about this? Um, are people who specialise in making weapons? Yeah, sure. OK, so uh, you make your way to the um, industrial area in Arim's uh, Bashanahav. As you walk down this laneway, the first couple of people you take the dagger to do the standard thing of trying to look for identifying marks for the craftsmen. There's nothing that they can see that identifies any particular person who would make this stuff. So you continue to walk down this laneway, trying every craftsman you can, until you come across an unusual uh, smithy that's being operated by a dwarf. He doesn't speak anything but traditional dwarf, and he has an interpreter who is a rather timid-looking gnome. Hello, madam. How can I help you? I'm looking uh, for someone who can speak to me about the use of magic in crafting weapons. Well, the uh, master here has experience in that sort of thing. I can certainly ask him about it. Um, would he be kind enough to examine this for me? Uh, you hear a clatter of metal and dwarven swearing. He's a little indisposed at the moment, but I'm certain that I can ask him if he would be available in an hour or two. Um, I get out a ducat. I could definitely see if he'd be available in half an hour. <laughs> I get out another one. Oh, well, but what do you know? He's actually got an opening. <laughs> he turns around and goes, Master Iron! Master Iron! The dwarf comes up and rudely thrusts his hand out. It's his sooty mitt just sitting there. And he looks at you and he's like, <clears throat> I hand him the pair of knives. <clears throat> he just sort of twirls it on its point and then weighs it in his hand and he's actually looking at it like, I'm not, hmm. 
and then he throws it at the wall um, and hits directly in the middle of uh, a painted target. He goes over, pulls it out, looks at it, looks at the gnome and barks a few consonants at it and then hands the blade back to you and the gnome turns around and goes, um, Master Iron couldn't determine exactly what the material is that this is made of, but he has determined that it is in fact a holy weapon of some kind. This has definitely been blessed by some religious sect. I suggest you take this to someone who understands religion. And he pockets the ducats and tips his hat. And goes, who pockets the ducats? The gnome. The, gnome. the, the gnome. dwarf is already back to working. Like, okay, the dwarf away. doesn't care. All right, so I give the gnome the money. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess I need to go find a priest. Um, Scan, you're you're chasing up um, the cult of the dragon. You're trying to find out if anyone has any information regarding it. Location would be nice. How do you want to approach this? Do you want to ask the common man on the street? Do you want to try and inquire with certain like officials? Like, what do you want to do? <clears throat> I think my first port of call would probably eventually have been Captain Emily. Uh, yeah, look, she would be a perfect source of information, but she is incredibly busy. It is extremely hard to get a hold of her. So. Um, your inquiries, not only with Captain Amelie, but other members of sort of law enforcement and, and other officials, doesn't really bear any fruit. But one of the guards that you're uh, sort of conversing with about this on one of the many occasions you try to get a hold of Captain Amelie uh, suddenly gets very nervous when you start mentioning the cult of the dragon. He's gone a bit white and immediately made an excuse to leave. And I and follow him. Okay. Discreetly. Uh, you follow him out of the civilian portion of the fortress and down the main street. I assume you, you said you pursued him. I'm yeah. not even going to make uh, make you do a roll um, because he's just not paying attention. Hasn't bothered looking over his shoulder and has ducked into a side alley. Right. Because I'm assuming you sort of just peek around the corner yeah. to see what he's doing. Um, he seems to be conversing with a sewer grate. Okay. In, like, hush whispers. Um, and you hear a sort of very high pitch. I guess it would be described like... Ratman. No, more... It, the, the high, it's a high-pitched sound, but it would be like a high-pitched whisper, like... <gasps> Beaker's down there! <laughs> <laughs> um, this sounds like a kobold. Oh, OK. Aha! I hate fucking kobolds. <laughs> yes. Um, which you're aware have dragon-like appearance. They're a small dragon, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the guard sounds incredibly unenthused by the response of this thing and it starts actually kicking out the grate, he seems very, very flustered and very unhappy about the whole thing. Is the alleyway easy to exit? Is there, like, is there another end? Another yeah, it's literally... It's, it's is basic... it a passageway or is it just a dead end? No, it's a passageway. Like, okay. you can see another street. It's a thin, probably about five foot across, mm. um, sort of a little bit windy, but it's got... It's, a, it's between tall buildings. Is it littered with stuff? Would it be easy for him to run away from me in where I to pursue him, say? Um, you could absolutely pursue him. Um, there is little to no refuse or rubbish in the way. The only thing that's there is that the both sides sort of slope down to this grate, which he has been talking into. Um, I think I will go down the alleyway and, and uh, tap him on the shoulder. Okay. <coughs> um, he actually doesn't notice your approach, and you do. He, he started. Goes, oh, it's you. What do you want? Uh, my first question would be, what was the reason? <laughs> what was the rush to get away from me? You clearly know something of what I speak, so you were lying to me. I wish to know why. You don't have to let me tell you. 
Right now, you do not have to tell me what it is you know, but I want to know why you would not tell me. Um, he is visibly sweating now, and his eyes are looking around behind you and behind himself, and he, goes, he leans and he goes, I do not know of this Kaltos dragon that you are speaking of. Do you know what lies beneath us? A sewer system. Beneath us is a labyrinth, and inside it is an infestation of kobolds. We, the guards, sometimes use them to inform us of goings-on. We can't kill them all, but we can have a, an uneasy alliance with them to maintain order. They're the only thing that I know of dragons. So why did you freak out when I asked you? Because the higher-ups do not know that I have this arrangement. Quite. Well, let me be honest with you, my good man. I am looking for my sister. I believe she is with this cult of the dragon. That is why I asked. I am not seeking information because of your higher-ups. Do I look like I am one who works for them? He looks at you. Uh, no. No, they <laughs> no. have better taste. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to relax a little bit there, uh, but he goes, I do not know about this cult, but if it is to do with dragons, I would suggest you either try to speak to Kok, who is the leader of the kobolds who live underneath Orin, or possibly speak to one of the religious figures in the city. They would know more about that than me. Yeah. Do not tell my supervisor. No, no. My <laughs> uh, word on that one. The standing mm. arrangement is that we... Stay up and they stay down? No, that we go in and we kill them. Oh, good. <laughs> there is actually an active bounty on them, but we have found it more useful, myself and a few friends, to just work with them. Yeah. And, look the, uh, and look the other way when they get up to small things. Yeah. The, it makes life easier, and also we're not having to risk our lives every day to clear out something that does not come above ground very often. Thank you for your honesty. I will... My, my hand... You are, my... are you sure you will not tell my supervisor? I've already given you my word. I am sorry that I did not take you more seriously. Danke schön. I wish you luck in finding your sister. So suitably reassured, the guard uh, leaves you in the alleyway. Meanwhile, Ryland, where do you want to take this? Where do you want to go? Which Fine. ones were which again? Uh, the Fury is uh, basically about law, law and order. Often, in fact, most of, if not all, judges are followers of the Fury. Basically, judges are paladins. And they're called justicars because they handle any kind of sentencing involved in any kind of large city. They are predominantly dressed in red and uh, black leather. And um, a lot of them actually have bells hanging off them from their belts. They often carry either great swords or double short swords. What about the other types of priests? In smaller outlying towns, they have clerics that wander the countryside that administer sort of their own brand of justice there. Um, the clerics, they're generally... Uh, like, like different types of religions, not just oh, sorry. specifically yeah. this okay. one. So, old, <laughs> so old... there's the Fury, which is law and justice. Yeah, so there's Old Grom. Old Grom is a uh, warrior god. He's a, a god of war. Um, for the most part, he is... Uh, sworn on by people who've gone to war and have returned. Um, he is, he's 
he's mostly about like the after effects of war and why people fight rather than like some some kind of like barbarian demanding skull thrones and and rivers of blood and that sort of stuff no that's he's he's more about caring for people who go and do this traumatic job because it's often a thankless job um and uh you know his 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 faith is also circled around caring for the elderly and um his followers generally are clerics that go to war they're basically like combat medics in most cases. Um, If they're not, they're generally like grave keepers and people who tend to the dead. Um, But they can also be people who nurse invalids and work in like old age care. The purpose of going to war as a cleric of Grom is to heal people. It's not necessarily to kill them. So they're sort of a more pacifistic set. Some people take that to the point of like, I will not even carry a weapon. My faith is my shield kind of thing. Others are just like, well, killing is an inevitable thing and, and... Old Grom recognises that, so... Um, there doesn't seem to be much of a presence of anyone else. The journeyman is sometimes present, but uh, generally they're at places of learning, so people like librarians would be involved with that. Uh, but there's no libraries. Yeah, but there's mm. no li- at least not in, the, not in the surrounds. Not a public library. Yeah. Um, um, well, I think I'll go to o- someone from Olgrim first. Yeah. Because if they're healers and medics, they may well have seen people killed by this sort of weapon before. The highest ranking one I can find. Yep. Uh, you find uh, an old lady. It takes you a while to find her as well because you have to go through uh, a lot of sort of intermediaries. But there is an old age home in the poor slum district. She's quite wizened, but seems to be quite spiritually powerful. As you enter, she puts down her knitting and... Um, Clasps her hands together and says, Yes, dearie, how can I help you? Good afternoon, madam. Um, thank you for seeing me. I, I wanted to show you a weapon, or two weapons, actually, and I was wondering if you could tell me anything about the magic that has been laid upon them. These t- type of weapons were used to kill someone, and oh. I'm trying to find out who, and given that you obviously just... helped the wounded and ill that you might have seen or encountered this sort of weaponry before. Well, of course, my dear, if there's anything I can do to help. Um, So she takes the blade. She holds it in her open palms for a moment, closes her eyes and mutters under her breath uh, what you think is a prayer to old Grom. And after a moment, she opens her eyes and looks at the blade and then Ewan says, This blade is strange. It's clearly blessed by the fury. But it's thirst for, for justice, for, for righteousness is somehow twisted upon itself. Uh, it makes me uneasy to hold this, my child. And she hands it back to you. It's most helpful. Thank you, madam. Can it, would giving her money offend her? Probably not. They take donations all the time. Cool. I'm going to give her a look at it then. Cool. Thank you most kindly. Uh, She takes the coin in her, like, withered, gnarled hand and then takes your hand in her other hand and squeezes it slightly and says, These donations mean ever so much to us here. Thank you for your charity and be safe. Well, I need to find someone who worships the Fury now. Which is not hard because that's basically law enforcement. All right. Well, then I want to try and find a high-ranking worshiper. That would be probably the local Justicar, yeah. Fine. I want to to get an appointment with the local Justicar then. You're brought into the local courthouse, which is a rather um, ornate building, uh, very tall, 
uh, about three stories. You're brought in at the tail end of what appears to be a trial. As you walk in, the first thing you notice is that everything is very much draped in red. Um, there is a red carpet that sort of, like, well, not carpet, it's more like a throw that goes all the way into a, a seven-sided room. Uh, and there is a large table made of granite, and behind it stands a very surly-looking woman who's wearing heavy plate armour but has a red tabard over it. And every time she gestures and talks, you'll notice that she's got red cloth ending in a bell, about eight of them on her at her hips. Roll me a, um, let's say, you can either do history or religion, if you'd like. History or religion. Well, they're both plus two. Yep. Um, religion is more appropriate. Uh, 13. Okay. Um, you recognise these as penitent bells. The general, like, theistic idea is that in order to enact justice, you have to sin. So the penitent bells constantly remind you of your sin. Oh. Each bell <clears throat> represents someone this person has executed. Generally speaking, the different metal the bell has indicates how many. Uh, gold means a lot. So this person has executed quite a lot of people. Um, My kind of woman. Yeah. Uh, which... Don't hit on her. <laughs> at which point, um, as you enter and sort of like brought to the side by a functionary, uh, you hear her give her judgment and she says, This court finds you guilty as charged of murder. I will execute the punishment forthwith. She stands, draws two short swords, walks up to the man who's shackled to the floor and is begging for his life, places a blade on both sides of his shoulders and goes, may you find peace in the next life, and just cuts his head. Uh, Guess that's why the carpet's red. You notice that there's a bit, bit of a stain around where <laughs> the shackles are held. And she looks up and says, ah, my 4pm. <laughs> Afternoon. Uh, she wipes the blades puts them back in the sheaths and walks over to you. I was told you wanted to speak to me. Yes. Um, are there many people in this room with us? There's a few clerics. There's a, one or two people that are removing the now decapitated criminal. Is um, there any, any wife or spouse crying? <laughs> no, actually. Um, she notices you're kind of looking at that and goes, uh, don't worry about him. He murdered four men. How very callous of him. That was a kind execution. Mm. By the edicts of our order, he should have been flayed first. But that's neither here nor there. How may I help you? I am Justicar Teach. It's a pleasure to meet you, Justicar Teach. Um, I was hoping to show you some weapons that I have been informed by others may have been blessed by a worshipper of the Fury, but that the blessing is somehow corrupted or wrong, and they were used. Her brow furrows at that. Mm. Well, then I suppose you'd better show me these weapons. Mm, so I get them out now. I, I kind of try and show them to her without letting yeah. everyone else see what's going on. I imagine you've got, like, cloth. I put my body between. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like... Um, her eyes shoot straight up the moment she sees this. and goes, where did you find these? Uh, they were used to try and kill somebody. Uh, at that, she goes, leave us. <laughs> and everyone in the room just straight up drops what they're doing and leaves, and all the doors close. You actually notice now that there's seven different ways out of this room and each one of them are just like click, 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 dum. She steps forward and looks at you earnestly and says, These weapons are an aberration of our following. She 
daintily takes the throwing dagger from me, goes, I have not heard of these being used in over 150 years. They were the mainstay of a sect within our order known as the Kadra. And they also wear bells. Mm. They were expunged once their deeds had come to light, but these weapons indicate that they may still be in circulation. Tell me, how were the assailants dressed? What's my impression of this woman? Do I feel like I can trust her? Um, roll me a insight if you want to know. Minus one on insight, Mac. Come on. Yeah. Eleven. Uh, she very earnestly wants to know where you got these weapons, and she wants to know now. Everything else, like she was sort of thinking, oh, this is going to be a functionary visit. No, you have her absolute undivided attention. Okay. They're dressed in white. They wore a mask and a mirrored cloak. It was a woman. You almost see her swear, but she stops herself. <laughs> she fixes you with a hard gaze for probably a half a minute. And then she says, What I'm about to tell you is a secret kept within our order, and as such, I expect you to uphold the oath that we have all taken. I am going to explain to you a shameful part of our order's past. It would seem that a little over two centuries ago, certain factions within our order believed that if the king wrongs the peasant, how may a peasant kill a king? And so they took it upon themselves to begin enacting, well, there's no other way of putting it, revenge on behalf of those wronged. They became little better than hired thugs. The theistic logic behind it is spurious at best, but the important thing to note is that we assumed that they had all been killed, and now it seems they have resurfaced. Please tell me everything you know about the Kadra. Well, I'm gonna... Like, these guys all told me about what they found. Yep. Right, yeah, sure. so I'm gonna... Tell her, basically, the, the general gist of where they were and how many there were. And, right. Um, I don't kind of give their names or anything, though. I'm just gonna say there was this person there that was trying to kill. Yeah. There were three of them in three different locations trying to kill three different people. She seems very unhappy about this information, and... Oh, and I show her the cut on my shoulder. Oh, right. I'm like, nearly got me. Luckily. I'm very impressed. <laughs> These weapons are designed to kill on first contact. The fact that you are able to deflect it is very impressive. Have you considered a more theistic existence? You do me a great honour, madam. It would certainly bear some thought. Excellent. Well, I am willing to pay quite well for any more information regarding the Kadra. And if you'll excuse me, I must now send some pigeons. And she turns on her healing and marches towards the door behind the granite table. And she turns and goes, oh, let yourself out. <laughs> Would we be sharing on this? Or I, like, I'd heard about this. I don't know. Would you? Um, they wouldn't get all the gory details because she did ask me <clears> to be discreet. But I've yeah. given them their, you know, I've given them the broad strokes. They're a group of assassins. They're kind of an offshoot of the Fury of Religion. But that is very much the thing that she said not to say anything okay. about. Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> but you know what they're called? Yes. Um, like they're called the Kadra. They're uh, pseudo-religious assassins. 
They're, they're, they're expensive. Whilst, whilst, whilst this woman did say specifically don't say that, this is to a group of people who have also experienced them as well. Yeah, like, I can not... understand Rylan going, okay, so this doesn't go any further. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. I'll yeah. probably do, pretty much just say, look, she said we can't really spread this around because it looks super bad for them, so this is strictly mum. Yeah. I probably wouldn't tell Charlie, no offence. Uh, yeah, I mean... Not yet, anyway. Well, with each of you having done your own little investigative thing, uh, Nezor, what have you been up to? I'm assuming you're not just gigging at the Chevrolet de Coq. No, hopefully bigger and bigger shows and kind of performing my art to as many people as I can. Okay, you know what? I think we've teased the audience enough. We need to hear one of Nezor's songs. All right, well, why don't we set the scene? Um... I think you've managed to find like a small dive bar not too far mm-hmm. away from the Chevalier. Uh, it's sort of an underground music space, um, very cheap beer. It's very much for the youth in the city. And then you walk out in full costume makeup. Why don't you describe, actually, why don't you set the stage for me? Why don't you describe to me what this room is like and also how you're dressed and how you start your act? Yeah, well, I guess I would have tried to find a bar that caters a bit more to the underground, uh, as you heard underground, by guessing physically and clientele-wise, um, those who are a bit more into the alternative, into a little bit avant-garde and away from what society might normally look for. Um, it, it's probably quite, like, dimly lit, but very purposefully lit. There, there is that, I guess, appreciation for making things look dark and scary, a little bit foreboding. Um, the crowd probably just keeping to their own until I walk on stage and you'd see, well, I guess it's a, a mix of what I'd normally wear. Um, so I'm still wearing my, my kind of dark pants and my, my fairly normal shoes, but jacket of a 100 tiny pockets because that's important to me. Um, most of it is, I guess, above the neck or on the neck you would see my ruff. Uh, it's a big frilly neck thing that's a little bit tattered and, and torn, but still quite clean and, and well looked after. Um, it's quite old, it's a family heirloom that's been been passed down to me because I'm the only one out of my family that wanted it because I was the only one that thought it looked cool. Um, but then above my neck, you would see my very painted face. Um, lots of white makeup over everything and then black spots to accentuate. Uh, I say spots, more shapes um, all across the lips and then very specific kind of gnarly, pointy shapes on the eyes tonight. Um, I do change it up every now and then, but tonight's very aggressive, sharp, but destroyed look. Um, So I might have forced a couple of tears to get things a bit runny and smudgy. Um, You could almost almost call it death metal-esque, all that old uh, black metal stuff. Um, So I I take to the stage and I, I... play a small little ditty and summon my mage hand, um, which starts laying down a beat on the side of my guitar. Um, And I introduce myself. Hi, I'm Nezor. I will be playing a few original songs for you tonight. This first one is about a vampire warlord um, who lived a thousand years ago in the north and his love for an elven maiden. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Fangs into their neck, a flash of blood and death. Spike into their head, severed from the neck. My beauty flaming red, you're running from the dead. Your feet are cut and bled, be careful where you tread. I promise of no pain, my affections are no game. You'll never be the same, with power or untamed. I'll give it to myself, so run my little elf. Before the end of night, you will be by my side. But let me end that, oh Die for me, girl Join with me, girl Come now, calm yourself Become my darling little elf, yeah Tremor in your palm will soon be still and calm. Your life will never end. The flow of time will bend with steel stained blood red. Your family now is dead. Now you can be mine till the end of time. A month along the road, your taste I do still hold. These men shall die tonight, their heads upon my spike. Your cries are in my mind. My queen tonight shall dine. Let the lust consume. Our wilted love shall bloom. See you through. Do not leave me on my own. Your heart is strong and true. Away, I'll curse and moan. Live for me, girl. Please don't die now. Please, you're all I need to make my still heart feel like it's complete. Oh, live for me, girl. Stay this bleed, my power, it can save you. Let it in, girl, please, girl, live, girl, please. Uh, there is just a deafening silence in this room, and then you hear, like, way, way, way in the back, you hear a... <laughs> and then someone goes... And the rest of the crowd just joins in. It's like 10 people. <laughs> Look, I uh, don't really mind as long as those 10 people enjoyed it. I'll um, continue to play my songs about death, love and everything else. Okay, well, uh, after each of you have done your own thing during this sort of period of time, uh, 
over the last week or so, uh, you have all been returning back to your home uh, in Amelie's mansion estate and you've all been looking at the map that you found in Dupree's quarters, which indicates that there's something at the fortress, that there's something at the dock, that there's something in the slums, that there's something at the north gate, and that there's something on the bridge. Just as importantly, uh, in the evening, Emily has invited you all to meet her at the administrative offices at the fortress so that she can talk to you about what you've been up to over the last couple of days with regards to your investigations into the masked assassins and the mysterious map. Nezor, as you pointed out, you would have probably the most spare time out of everyone because mm-hmm. you're only gigging at night. Yep. So I think after the the fire, I, like, I wouldn't be the one to sit us all down, but I would say we would all sit down and, and discuss the fact that the, the uh, dock was on the map and something happened there and there's other symbols and other things that... Presumably will happen. I'm going to add in, chime in with, if you're going to hide shit, um, sewers are an excellent place to do that. Um, That would be worthy of investigation, I would think. Particularly, like, you wouldn't, if, I would imagine smuggling something into and hiding it in the castle would be difficult. Underneath the castle, however. Evidently possible. I'd probably put my hand up to um, scout some areas out. There are five locations, one of which exploded. Um, so I guess there's four locations, unless you want to check the wreckage. Um, well, I, yeah, I still would. I, I, as a sailor, I think I would have some some affinity for port sure. locations. I could certainly check out the... The well, liquor store. <laughs> it takes you a little yeah. while to get access to the dock because there's a lot of cleanup happening and a lot of complaining owners of stuff that got burnt. Amelie is basically spending her time when she's not organising, you know, the watch, dealing with complaints. Is there clean-up or is she investigating? Like, I... I, She's overseeing everything. Yeah, like, I would assume they wouldn't touch everything until they've had a look at it. No, like they, they, they wouldn't, just they, they wouldn't start clearing it out. They would they would have their detectives in Unfortunately, there. Unfortunately, they're not, like, CSI... True, uh, but, like, they wouldn't just go, OK, let's just move this out of the way. Like, they'd... Well, but basically, they're, they're, they're going through and clearing rubble and seeing what they can discover. Yeah. They don't even know what caused the fire yeah. at this stage. There's just a lot of destroyed or, at the very least, badly smoked. Like, for instance, there was a container of fish which became smoked fish because it got cooked. Uh, um, not well-smoked fish. No, not, sm- <laughs> not the kind that you would consume. The kind but you find and then throw up into the... The kind that you turf into the river because it's no you longer worth... throw away or throw up throw into... Up. Throw up into... It's like... <laughs> like each individual Open fish. <laughs> Next. Puffs up. Oh, I that's, that's what Angela's doing. Yes. Yeah, okay, so vomiting... F- into- I'm, actually, I'm not actually doing that, no. You're probably too busy talking to the fire elves um, who are still clearing away. Oh, are people. they? Yeah. So, are we so all at the docks together? This? Well, that's a cr- Or were we splitting up and yeah. investigating each think, of the areas? I think, indiv- invest- uh, uh, if I'm I think investigating individually would be a lot less conspicuous. And Charlie would be happy to go to the... The, the stronghold, yeah, considering everyone else seems to be concerned about going to their military fortress. That would be nice. Charlie would yes, be happy to not, do that. you know, walk in there and be like, oh, hey, do you mind if I have a look in your sewers? <laughs> I think I... Nezor could go with Charlie, though, with relatives. Oh, like, I, w- I would definitely stick with someone. You're um, welcome to come with me. Yeah, like, whoever, whoever wants me. I think teams, but I don't think we'd want to go solo. Yeah. Mm. Especially if there's some dangerous stuff going. While they go, go there, down. the rest of us could go to the docks and check that out. Visual purpose. Whenever someone comes in or out of anywhere, 
Charlie's always in the same spot lifting a tree. <laughs> so, like, whether it's early in the morning, late at night, like, you know, you head out to lift go... It, punch it, lift it, punch it. You go out to do your train, your gig, Charlie's in the courtyard lifting, you, you come back... The, uh, yeah, that sort of one. Yeah, he has 20-minute power naps every three hours. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> Uh, Morning, Charlie. How's the, how's the tree lifting going? Still heavy. <laughs> still heavy. Fantastic. Means still doing something good. But yeah, so at any point, someone just needs to come up and say, Charlie, can you give me a hand with this? And Charlie will be, for sure. argument's sake, awake. All right. So, you guys are checking the port, and you guys are checking the... The fortress. The fortress. Uh, rock up to the front of the door, and that's all. Yep. Um, um, oh, but actually, before I do... Would I have been, like, Emily will be at the fortress, one would assume? Yeah, she's barely yeah. home. Because I was going to say, like, if um, Emily's running about picking up some lunch while I was out. Cause For I'm, her? Yeah. Okay. I know busy people. So. Sure. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, she I was been. more thinking if we're near the north gate, we go and check that out yeah, if it was, was on the map. Basically, he was sort of going to suggest, uh, I'll go get some, you know, lunch. Me and you can sit down, have a beer and a feed, and then we'll head on our way. So, yeah, I'll nip yeah. out and I'll grab, you know, a nice roast lunch for yep. um, Emily right. and drop it off. And then, so I'm going to go to, I'm going to see her and ask whether we can help by, like, whether we can help with the investigation. I don't want, I'm not going no. to start nosing around the fortress and then, like, what are you doing? Uh... For the sake of expediency, she's very polite but says you can't look around the fortress because it's Bashano and you're Urhart. It would be a complete dereliction of duty for her to let you have... She's yeah. sure you're a lovely man, like oh, she's yeah. actually quite nice to talk to, um, but no. Uh, again, not to teach you how to suck eggs, but because uh, the, you know, the images seem to be barrels, are you expecting any influxes of gunpowder or anything? You don't need to tell me, just, you know, check that sort of thing out. I would take that under advisement. Yes. On the way through and out, though, I yep. do want to do an investigation. I sure. can imagine you do the same. Even sort of right. looking for, like, when we leave, any way in, like, any yep. uh, drainage in the walls or yep. stuff like that. Okay, so not only is it, like, a fortress that's defensible by sea and by land, it's a fortress that has the governor in it. Yeah. Like, his house is here. There are a lot of the Bashano High Command here. Yeah. It is heavily, heavily guarded. Like, the okay. garrison is based here. This is also where the prison is, and the prison is on massive lockdown. That's it looks like all the deliveries are handed by two gates. The one that faces the Erhart the side, which, for the sake of argument, we'll call the North Gate, and the one that faces the Bashano side, which, if we use the same logic, we'll call that one the South Gate. It's almost like a thoroughfare in a way. Yep. Most military convoys come through there for, like, civilian use, they go through the north gate. Everything is searched. Like, they are... Even even if it's from the Bashano side, like, they do go through a check manifest and stuff like that. Potentially, someone could sneak something in from the Bashano side, like, coming into the into the city. Coming from the city, though, no, everything is searched. Um, what it's, about, like, in the ground, access to underneath? I would assume there would be functioning sewerage. You can roll me an investigation check. Uh, so you're looking for basic drainage just, access. Like any anything that sort of doesn't seem 24. There be. are definitely toilets. Is there it's, any access to underground around with just within the not grounds. nothing you can see. There is yeah, nothing yeah. here that I like you rolled really well, but it this place looks like it would take It's understandable. It's a fort. Yeah, it would it put it this way, it would take sustained sieging to get in here. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's what I was sort of more looking for a because it's a, more it's, entrance of finesse as yeah. opposed to an entrance of it's, force. It's less it's less a fortress and more a redoubt, which yeah. is basically a fortress inside a fortress. Yep. Um, and each gate has a, its own sort of building within yeah. it, like a tower. Um, like I said, the, the one that's facing towards the city is basically the administrative block. The one that's facing out is the military barracks. The governor's uh, estate, effectively, and all the upper echelons of the Bashano are facing towards the sea. The place is rimmed by cannons. The people around here, like, is it very much just military? The overwhelming majority are either city guards, military, like, officers the elite that are sort of involved with, like, the governance of the city. Yep. There are a few administrative clerics, uh, clerks, and the occasional civilian, but the civilians are generally in the administrative area. Yeah. But it's not... Like, there's not sort of a... Traders don't come through here particularly often, if that's what you're asking, no. Um, like I said, it's basically, like, supply convoys or, uh, you know, food rations that come through the front sure. door. They aren't doing the same thing apart from politicians who are probably, who are, you know, politicians are dicks. Um, The only thing would be one of them being paid off, but I don't think the Bastino would work with the Earhart in any way, shape or form, even if they were a politician. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Um, It doesn't seem, this place is the most highly guarded place. Now that you're actually, now that you've actually been able to go inside, you can see that the central area it looks like it was once upon a time designed to be pulled like hunt by by hundreds of beasts of burden to actually realign and load because there's this massive, massive trebuchet and there are actually grooves in the ground that look like they probably stored ammunition at one point. What Actually, you know what? What you do notice is that there is this lady in red with bells mm. coming, uh, like hanging off her, wander into this place and then wander out, um, flanked by... Flunkies. Are there any, uh, like, because we're not getting that into the the north gate or the fortress, are there any other, like, what's the next closest um, point of interest? You could either go to the bridge or the slums. Because you're the docks, correct? Where were you guys checking out? So you all went to the dock? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, It's not inconspicuous for the three of us to be. So what we'll do then is... I feel feel like the bridge you're going to get noticed more, but the slums are probably going to be a bit more dangerous. Yeah, well, I'm not worried about danger, but what I I was going to say, we'll sit down and we'll have our lunch while you guys check out the docks. What you notice, actually, since you're talking about being noticed in general, has been that people are actually paying Nezor quite a lot of attention. Um, it's kind of gone around that this guy who's dressed up like a weird clown... Well, I'm not dressed up all the time, but... No, oh, well, I assume so you, you do the rough all the time? No, rough's part of the costume. Right. But they go... They still recognise They Well, it's more they've heard of you because you're with Charlie. It's like the halfling who was with Charlie. The clown. The clown saved the day kind of thing. Like, all oh, their houses would have burnt down if not for the clown. But, yeah, so you get um, sort of well wishes and people waving, kids waving, that sort of stuff. So you're actually starting to get a, a little bit of a feel of what it's like to be Charlie on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I agree. For the like most part. Like a Freaky Friday swap. <laughs> <laughs> Except that I am still famous. Yeah. 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 And um, next to him. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, head, we'll just head down to the sure. cock or whatever. And yeah. Down at the dock, what are you doing? Ah, they're fire elves. Yes, they are. Angela's not much doing else then. Um, <laughs> not much doing else? Yeah, well, you know. My brain's going, ah. I'm going to go and see if I can figure out where the explosion happened. Yeah. I'm keeping in mind where the fire elves are and looking, at but I'm times. also helping. <laughs> sure. And is Rylan doing anything in particular? Yep, she's just tagging along, I think. Right, cool. Um, she is also helping. 
Okay, so after a while, it becomes pretty apparent to you that the explosion originated near where the dock, uh, the slip for the joy was. Right. It seems like that's not the only, like it's not the only location where there was a fire started. There were probably two other spot fires, yeah. either started simultaneously or the explosion created them. Um, and has rapidly spread since then. Uh, one thing you do notice is that amongst the rubble and the scrap, which hasn't actually thankfully been cleared away entirely by the fire elves yet, who are actually working nearby, is there is a number of metallic oh, objects that have all been twisted and burnt and melted. It's like it's like half... Like, there's a lot of, like, for instance, axe heads, um, a lot of, like, harpoons and fishing implements as well. Um, but it's very difficult to determine if there's anything specific to the cargo that you guys saw before because there's just been so much destruction. I'm wondering uh, yeah. if this explosion wasn't necessarily on purpose, at least from the people who planted the weapons. Maybe this was someone trying to stop whatever rebellion was trying to... Whatever dastardly deed this map indicates. Yes. No, no, I agree. Whatever dastardly deed was arising from the weapons, someone was trying to stop it, methinks. Roll me an investigation. Three. <laughs> the sea is very calm. It today. is, isn't it? I like the sea. It's 19. great. Nineteen. Nineteen. Great. Thirteen. Thirteen. You almost miss it, Rowan. But eye on the fire elves. Yeah, Abella is just like half the time. Um, these guys are still to uh, shirtless. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm in no way distracted by the toplessness. You actually, like, you hear the the, the the water is calm, but there is still obviously movement and waves. It's just a very low sort of sound. But you actually hear, like, a the waves crashing and then a clunk. The waves are hitting something and then the waves hitting something else. And it seems to be coming underneath part of the destroyed uh, dock. Can I look over the side? Yeah. You see a sewer entrance. Uh-huh. <laughs> I attract the attention of Me Scare. and with some difficulty her. <laughs> what? I eventually what? throw what? a bit of rubble at her. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> what are we pointing at? So if, if, Fire elves. If I climb down to look at the sewer, am I going to get wet? Yes. It's deep enough that a boat can... Yeah, that's true. It's already pretty bloody deep. Um, All right. Um, I hand my axe to... Well, I call you guys over. I'm like, hey. So, I don't know about you guys, but if I was going to sneak into a dock area and blow something up, I'd come out through the sewer. If I was going to sneak something into a city, I would use a sewer to do so and then possibly explode the docks to hide the evidence. Mm. One way or the other, this is a good point. Uh, do we want to swim? Do we want to check it out? Do we want to get a boat? A well, little boat. I was going to say, will a boat fit in a the dinghy sewer? A would. Not in the sewer, but up to it. Is that necessary? Guys, I'll just, I'll just climb down and have a look. Um, while you're doing that, the, uh, the fire elves are actually a little bit... Um, not, not agitated, they're like, what are you... Excuse me, madame, monsieur, what are you doing here? I thought I'd just go for a swim. Care <laughs> <laughs> to join me? <laughs> you guys roll, are looking a bit flustered. Ro ro roll me a persuasion. She's whining, it's deception. No, she's... Oh, no, that's right, they don't have deception anymore. So... 18? Yeah, no, she's... They're like, oh, okay, okay. Like, they... Whatever they thought you are up to, you've clearly assuaged their doubt. Swimming? It's a little overcast. I like swimming. This is something I am known for. I was just going to, you know, sit down on the edge of the dock and, you know, 
at but casual just, luck. And just kick her over yeah, the edge. Perfect casual. I continue climbing down. Sure. Um, roll me an athletics check to see if you get to have fun. <laughs> Seven. No, you fall in the water. You okay? uh, you, yeah, you oh, slip on. Yep. Ahead of you, you see a sewer grate entrance that is very dark. Um, also ill. Is it uh, blocked? It's got grates on it, but they're large enough that you could slip through. Someone as slight as you could ab- absolutely slip through. Yeah. But it would, like a boat, wouldn't necessarily be able to get through it. Could a Ryland? Ryland could probably fit. I'm going to peer through the grates first to see what I can see. Okay, um, you see a dark tunnel. What can you see? A dark tunnel. <laughs> Good to know. Got a torch on you. Uh, no, but I do have dark vision, I'm pretty sure. You do, but even then, it's like, it, it, there's dark vision, you can see that it's a tunnel, but you also know there's an absence of light. It's like, uh, it just goes straight in. Can I can I get Hrosh to go down and possibly emit a small... Dark vision, she can see within can... 60, 30 feet of like, the her problem is yeah. there's, The problem is not that there's things I can't see, it's just I can see that there's not things. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. There's nothing down there. Like, it's literally just a tunnel that seems to be going in. Like, if you went in further by yourself, yeah. you could have a look. By yourself. How, is there any evidence of... <laughs> that ominous. Is there any evidence of passage or people coming and going? I will look for this. Sure, roll me a perception. 18 again. Um, actually, interestingly, there appears to be a small pulley attached to the roof of the entrance, just over your head. Hey, Scan. Yeah? Interestingly, <laughs> there appears to be a small pulley over the entrance. Just by my head. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That is interesting. I thought so. <laughs> can, can, can any of us divine what this might have been used for? Can I climb up to closer Look, inspect the pulley? How out of the water is the, the sewer entrance? Um, so it meets the tide line and then there's about five foot between it and the bottom. I'm going to climb up and have a closer look at the pulley. Sure, OK. Um, just roll me a dex check. Shouldn't be an issue. <laughs> Beat a uh, ten. Ten. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Equals beats. Yeah, you're up there. Look, this this pulley was recently installed, and by recently, probably within the last couple of years. Um, it, it's got, like, fibres from what looks like rope sort of mashed up in the sides of it. Um, from where it is, and if you look down the tunnel, there's probably another pulley further down. They li- probably literally just run a rope and then feed stuff through here, and that probably goes down at the end of something. Cool. Um, so it's it's the smuggler's tool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I will report all of that back to Scan yeah. and Ryland. Interesting. I thought so. I could just nip forward a bit and investigate. Sure. Um, you do so. You swim down into the dark and, yeah, much to confirm what you've thought, there is another pulley and then another pulley. Um, I'm assuming you're just sort of following the pulleys? Yes, but carefully. Carefully, of course. Like, it's yes. pretty easy. Uh, after a while, you actually feel that the surface is gradiated up and you actually stand. Um, and what it comes out at is um, basically a sluice that runs in from a higher level. So you're about probably... The gradient has come up to the point where you're now standing comfortably in a sewer system, but the sewer system is probably about three foot under the ground. All you can tell is that there were perhaps some objects here recently, um, just because there's scuff marks on the floor. Um, Roll me a perception check. 13. For a brief second, you almost feel like you're being watched. But then it's gone. The feeling of whatever it was is gone. Do you hear a high-pitched talking noise? I'm going to have a look around me. So is it 
the tunnel kind of keeps going further and it, then ends it, at like a sluice? Is yeah, that... it kind of comes to like a, a sewer sluice um, that runs into where you've... Basically, you're walking up the sluice. Okay, yeah. So, and then you're in an area that's relatively flat, there was something here, and then the sewer heads off in a left-right direction, but that's about it. And there's nothing above me to the side, nothing, no, no marks? No, it's completely... Well, actually, you have Thieves' Guild experience, so actually give me another um, investigation check. Fourteen. Fourteen. You almost miss it, but there is a subtle etching into the cracks of the actual stone that make up the walls of this that indicate a direction. It's like they've basically chipped out the mortar. Mm. The thing is pointing left. There's not much else you can gather from this, so I'm just going to assume that you return to the dock to find Scan and Ryland. Okay, cool. I'm blowing smoke rings. I'm being impressed by her smoke rings. Very cool. Um, okay, so the slums and gate is yet to be searched, as is the bridge. Do you guys want to do that? Nezor and Charlie are going to head to the slums. I'm just going to look around, see if there's, like, armed people, uh, anything like that. I'm not really planning on engaging people. No. Throw me an investigate check here. So uh, once we're in the slums, I, in that case, yeah. cast Enhance Ability on myself using the uh, fox's cunning... Um, yeah, perch sure. of it. So I get advantage on intelligence checks. Mine's only 10. So that's 17, and uh, that is... It's cocked, re-roll it. Yeah. Uh, 12, so 17. Yep. You notice that... You notice that um, there are a number of sewer grates that yeah. appear to have been um, jimmied open. Yeah, so there's, there there's is scratches, there's, there's... Yeah, it, it's it been moved. It looks like it's been moved, yeah. Yeah. That's about the only thing. Other than that, you see all like the poor and disaffected just wandering about. Do they like? Do they recognise us? Are we? Are we getting? Oh yeah, like you. You will get the occasional look, but um, no, Charles. Yeah, look. I mean, these are the poor of the Basham side. They're not particularly interested in you. It's more the well-to-do middle class, upper class that care. Although, that being said, a few people kind of give you an appreciative nod. Nezor, yeah. and other people, like, smile but kind of uh, keep away from you, Charlie. It's Is there a... any sort of things I can help with while we're here, like carts with their wheels falling off or um... old ladies crossing the road? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> there is an old, old woman who comes out of what looks like uh, an old age home. Help her, she might be a witch. Well, I, I'll sort of, as I you know, walk by, I'll sort of greet her. So, yeah. Evening, ma'am. Good evening, Sonny. Where are you heading today? I'm just going to go see my grandchildren. I can accompany you if you wish. Oh, no, I wouldn't want you to be inconvenienced because of me. It wouldn't be an inconvenience. Oh, trust me, you must have more important things to do. Don't you need to train for a big fight, young boy? <laughs> I've been training all hours, <laughs> so... Well, I won't say no, but you've got a, quite a champion to beat, young Sonny. Yes, well, that's, that's for my concerns, and right now my concerns are helping you safely on your way. Oh. He says this, and I'm, like, pointing to the sewer grate, going, like... Really? I'm just like, really? Well, I'm just over here. Why don't we walk? And you walk her to her grandson's place. I've got this mental image of Charlie, this massive man, helping an elderly woman down the street as she points out 
different things in different stalls, maybe stopping to like smell some flowers. The traffic is just trying to get around you, but it's not working, and Nizor's just following you. Um, probably getting a little bit trampled underfoot by people who are just relieved when you move out the way. When you arrive, um, she's greeted at the door. You're respectfully thanked, but you get the impression he doesn't like you. Uh, oh, that's Ryan's perfectly up. fine. Like, I don't um, expect everyone's <coughs> going to be like, oh, and I'll sort of Like, he like, shoots you a dark look as he closes the door behind his, his granny. Yeah, I'll, like, as... Um, yep. I'll sort of thank her for, you know the conversation and her insight. Like, I would yeah. ask her um, about she's actually, the fights and what She's actually well. quite versed in yeah, boxing. Right. And um, that's it. Like, I would she, definitely her, be asking her, for advice. Her husband, who passed 20 years ago, rest his soul, um, was not. actually a boxer. Not a particularly proficient but one, but he boxed. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so I'll thank you for the conversation, send yep. her on her way. Great. Like, um, and even when the guy sort of shoots me a look, I'll sort of nod at him, like, mm-hmm. understanding. Like, I get it. Yeah. Um, What's up? Took care of your mom or your grandma. I'm um, your daddy now. <laughs> oh, um, I'm your granddaddy um, now. You just call me granddaddy. <laughs> oh. I'm joking. I'm, yeah, while we're having a look around the city, just if there's things that, you know, people need a hand with, I'll yeah, sort of help them on the way. It's getting late, but yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so you do that. You are all do, doing good. Um, now, the others, you are heading to the gate, was it, or the bridge? What's, what's not? I mean, that's all going to check like, out a fucking oh, sewer yeah, grate. There's, there's <laughs> sewers that have been moved. I'd like to no, look Charlie's, in here. Charlie's taking off with this old lady. Like, I've helped the old lady because yeah. she was there while, like, I've gone, eh, I can't really see much. Oh, there's someone that needs a hand. Yeah. Like, okay, so what off. is, what is, what you can you... say to me, there's shit going on over here, and I'll, yeah. So I, I say to Charlie, so these... There's shit going on over here. <laughs> Have you not I... seen him making faces? <laughs> I just figured he was being expressive, like yeah. a bard. Definitely something up with at least this one sewer. I'd like to check out if there were more and if, if there's something going on here. Do you want to check out the sewer? I, no, I want to see if this is the only sewer grate that has been moved. Other than that one that you saw, there doesn't appear to be any others. There's... We can go and invest. Like, if you bring it up, I'm happy to lift the grade up. Yeah, no, I, I think we should investigate. Sure. sure. Okay, so you do that. Um, and directly inside is a... It looks like it's probably a catchment of some kind, but there's a lot of, um, I guess you call it storage space, to do the equivalent of. And the reason yeah. you know this is because there are a number of crates there. Um, and you immediately recognise them as part of the cargo from the Joy. Yep. No, I'll definitely have a look in these ones, see if any of them... Contain weapons is what I'm really hoping for. The crates are all empty. Nezor, this is easily over a third of the cargo that was okay. on the ship. Okay, so there's something serious yeah. going on here. Still a bit of hay in there, but nothing Yeah, like it's like they've been all emptied. Well, this seems like an update that we can give Emily. Mm, definitely, definitely. And the others, in case there's anything they've seen. Oh, certainly. Yep. Like, okay. I uh, imagine we would have planned to meet up. Probably at the end, yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll all stay in the same house, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming, like, we would be updating each other on each of our travels unless there's something personal that they wanted to keep. Yeah. Because a little bit of metagaming, I'm worried they're arming the Cobalts. Honestly, living in the this, this information actually pretty much infor- informs very much 
the other half of my investigation that I didn't know about at the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my questions to the uh, sleeping policeman would have been significantly more aggressive had I known about the co- uh, had I known about the weapons in the sewers. Yeah. You yeah. guys go onto the bridge, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep, so uh, you mosey up to the bridge and there is a stronger than normal, from what you've seen, of course, Bastion presence there. Military. M- military, yes, absolutely. Um, these military, uh, these guards are not like the ones you saw at the festival, which were sort of wearing more like dress screens. These guys are wearing armour and they've got, there's a selection of them standing nearby having a smoke. So they've got large muskets um, and sabres. There's a number of them that are actually patting down people as they come through. I would see that there's a Bashano guard and go, hey guys, there's guards there. I'm gonna hang back. So I will casually loiter at the mouth of the bridge. Yeah. You are welcome to On go forward. On the bridge if you like. is where we wanted to go anyway. Uh, I'm, I'll leave my weapons with these two yeah. and take a jaunt up the bridge and just check it out. Cool. Uh, sure. But I, I, I'm not expecting to find as much on the bridge, as I would expect to find underneath it, but it's worth at least looking. Mm. Um, (coughs) Investigate. Yep. (laughs) Not only do you not get to investigate, the moment you step on a bridge, an armed Bashano guard comes straight up to you and puts his hand up, a male gauntlet goes, I don't really care whether or not you have papers half-breed, just know that I'm going to make your day a little more difficult. This elf just sneers at you. So, Scan, how does one flip off someone in this? <laughs> how would you like to have that represented? No, I'm curious. Yeah, if you're a Bashanoid. Oh, yeah, that's right. You tap your head and stick your tongue out of them. <laughs> that's the Bashano insult for, you know, yeah. go fuck yourself. Actually, I want name and rank. You're in no position. I think you'll find I might be. I highly doubt that. Now move on, or I'll have you arrested. Go for it. Right, you too. He turns around and clicks. Oh, my God. oh. Arrest this half-breed. <clears throat> Take me to the prison. Show me to your Captain Amelie. She is a friend of mine. Oh, likely story. I am staying in a house. And, yeah, he's scoffing at that. <laughs> um, and, yeah, you get dragged off, I'm assuming, by the arms. Um, uh, this bit smug as fuck. Like, <laughs> um, Scan is dragged away by two guards. I'm like, what the fuck did he do? I am not surprised. <laughs> Kicking the hammer. I'm not carrying it. <laughs> there was a Why do I always end up carrying the heavy shit around? You're, you're the strongest. Yeah. <laughs> what? I love this conversation. You're not here. Shut up. With your big, muscly arms, Ryland. So big and strong. Um, well, do we want to keep investigating the bridge or do we want to like do something about... He doesn't look upset. No. Do, 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 Don't worry. All good. Let's just investigate the bridge. He's fine. Um... Shall we follow these and make sure Scan gets out? Like, he says he's okay, but frankly, I want to see the look on their faces when Captain Napoli turns up to bust him out of there, so should we follow I hope she does. Reconvene? Okay. Yeah. not being a dick. They're being oh, a dick. What's the other place that we should possibly investigate? <laughs> oh, it's the gate. The well, gate. The, the northeast gate. Let's be realistic, Scan is going to be fine. If anything else, I pity the guards. Not because he's in any danger to them right now, but just... 
he's probably going to fucking annoy them or something. Anyway, <laughs> let's just he's go probably to... singing that really annoying sea shanty. Which one? There's so many. <laughs> so you, uh, I guess, toddle off to the northeast gate. Um, scan. I can walk. I'll come with you. I want to see the look on the face. Uh, <laughs> they they do bring you to your feet and then one punches you in the gut. Yeah. Rush Bernie's face. Rush is definitely not happy and um, the other guard makes a swipe at him. Basically a Seriously, backhand. it's not going to stop him. If I wanted the opinion of a barbarian, I'll free that ask. And then he punches you in the gut again. He lets through the portcullis into the uh, prison tower and are uh, unceremoniously thrown into an oubliette. Mm-hmm. It's basically a hole with a roof door and you're left there. <laughs> All this for trying to go onto a bridge. <laughs> for ignoring... <laughs> for being a racist. The official orders of the government. Um, so it's a hole in the ground? Hole in the ground. Is there the any, gate. like, grates or anything? Basically stone on all sides. Okay. However, after about an hour and a half of being in the dark... The oblique door is open and a ladder is brought down and a very, very unhappy-looking racist elf <laughs> is um, standing at the top and he goes, So it appears you were telling the truth. <laughs> Sorry, but I didn't hear that. I extend it to you an apology from the Bashanel Republic for my conduct, and if you'll excuse me, I now must report for lettering to tea. <laughs> that is quite all right. Thank you very much, good man. I would ask for a personal apology nine. as well. Like... No, no, this is really what I was wanting. This is much better than punching him in the stomach myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're unceremoniously turfed out of the prison, but you get the impression that if you were in trouble, you would just be thrown into an oblate and probably forgotten about. Yeah. It's... Not a pleasant place. No. So, um... <laughs> At that, about that time, I guess these guys... How long was he in that hole? An hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah, we've definitely yeah. got back to Can that. I, like, on the way out, yeah. I'm being presumably escorted, but not frog-marched. No. Can I eyes out anything, spot anything out of place? Um, the place is an absolute fortress. Mm. Literally. In that so place. nothing to build on what they've learned. Unfortunately not. Other than that, the oblique is a sub-level prison cell. Mm. Crosh did not enjoy the experience of one jot. Um, I, I, I will comfort him yeah. on the way out. <laughs> yeah, he's not been feeling great anyway, so, mm. yeah. After all this, um, the sun is starting to get quite low in the sky, so uh, you have enough time to investigate the gate. Ryland and Abella, since Scan was detained, I think you're probably the only people that are going to be anywhere near it uh, and that are going to be able to spend the time required to investigate the area. So... We'll say that happens, and then you, I guess, all make your way to the fortress to meet up with Emily. <laughs> I'm so armed right now. <laughs> so armed, The guards baby. can't even handle me right now? So, so armed. I kind of do the yeah. kind of chin lift today. Pretty warm. Hey. They look confused <laughs> and then away from you. <laughs> How many weeks? Anyway, what does the day? gate look like? Um, it's quite imposing. It's a large stone gate. It looks like it has an inbuilt tower. There are a number of cannons, actually, um, facing outwards, although they look like they're not being used forever. The large metal portcullis seems to be permanently raised to a point where it's letting traffic in. There are also two very large-looking stone gate doors that appear to be retracted slightly into the thing, so it looks like they probably trundle out on, like, a, a guide from ins- from some kind of internal mechanism. So looks like about, it... Yeah, sorry? So that's rather than using the poor colours, they'd use these... Yeah, if they wanted gates. to close it out, that would be it. 
Um, which is, stone is a very odd, cho odd choice uh, until you realise that that looks actually like some kind of dwarven design. So they probably contracted this out. Dwarves, the whole thing's dwarves. Well, we, we should do some looking around. Maybe for... That sounds like a great. good idea. Sure. Um, roll me some investigation. And is there anything you're particularly looking for, or just suspicious activity in general? Um, anything suspicious, but given we saw the sewer with the thing yeah. at the docks, I'd have a particular interest in anything sure. plumbing-wise. Mm. Absolutely. Or arrow-wise. Mm. OK. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Six. Eight. Um, look, <laughs> this is a very well-travelled area. There are a lot of people moving in and out, both cartiers moving stuff out of the city and in. Um, it's very hustle-bustle. It's very difficult to get a beat of any kind of in, uh, anything. Um, after an hour or so, you basically give up. It's, it's nigh on impossible. You're almost actually run down once or twice by people on horseback that look like messengers, official messengers of some I wave kind. one of my many weapons at them. <laughs> um, they don't even... It's like Pony Express. They don't even stop to look back. Um, just alternate axe. Warhammer. Yeah, um, a guard <laughs> eventually comes over and asks you to stop waving your weapons in the air because it could be construed as aggressive action and he doesn't want my to do the paperwork. My apologies, good man. My, uh, my, uh, I, my friend needs someone to carry these for him. Mm. It's kind of fun having all of these. Don't worry, I'm not, I'm not here to cause trouble. Mm, Just having well. a good time. Can I have another look around to see if there are any suspicious crates lying around? You uh, think you see something until you're almost run down by a coach. A very ornate, very, very flashy-looking coach. Um, I resist the temptation to wave a weapon at it. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm for a, proud of you. <laughs> and for a brief moment, you see a very moneyed-up-looking elf. He's wearing a lot of silver. Um, and he just completely disregards you. Uh, but this, this like, you, you basically spin and you just barely avoid being drawn under one. And then I fucking one. bolt, is what I do. I'm like, run up to, run up to, um... Ryland. Ryland! Yeah? Did you forget my fucking name? I was thinking of some other name that's well, similar to Well, I have been telling Ryland. everyone I'm misfilled lately, so, yes, what's legit. Um, so, but let's go. There's <coughs> nothing here to look at, nothing at all. It's time for us to leave. Can I do Let's one last go. look around? Sure. Just in case, because I feel like there should be something here and I just need to roll higher than a four. I rolled a six. Uh, plus two. So eight. It's just too busy. It's nearing the end of the day. Everyone who came into the city in the morning is either leaving or the night trade is starting to come in as well, like the people who supply stuff overnight. There's almost constant activity. I'm guessing... All right, let's go. Yeah. I'm getting backache from all these weapons anyway. All right, so you eventually all rejoin back at the, uh, the fortress and uh, ushered into the chambers of Emily. Thank you for coming and seeing me at such short notice, uh, she says, as she walks into the room behind you. Um, and she looks at you all and goes, So, today I would like to know, of course, what you have been up to and what you have found. Uh, firstly, may I say thank you? Oh, of course. I, <laughs> Mr. Skin, I am, must apologise, of course, for the actions of that officer. As I believe he was instructed to tell you, he has been assigned to latrine duty permanently. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why you're apologising. Uh, I didn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to go onto a bridge. <laughs> you will find that here I run a very tight ship. Sometimes we have people, however, that, uh, you know, 
old prejudices towards some of our more strange fellows. Yeah, this has been my observation. This is what I was not worried about. Um, <laughs> so she she struts over to her table and um, throws her cape off onto the um, nearby dead corpse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the dude who stopped me on the bridge. <laughs> no, there's a coat rack thing. There's like a she throws it onto the um, and sits down and massages her ear where the prosthetic sits. Uh, it looks up and goes. So please tell me what you have found from your investigation. Uh, well, I guess a bit of backstory. The ship we came in on was definitely carrying cargo that they did not want you to know about. Oh, it's I see. Smugglers. Smugglers, yes. Of course. Uh, and uh, what was the name of the ship? And she starts getting a piece of parchment out. Do we want to know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, no, I, I, think I trust her. Ising what's-his-face might be in. I answer. Well, everyone's as horribly distrusting of everything as you guys. No, no, I think he might be a potential ally and I don't want to... Uh, I think he's a potential ally of DuPont and I don't know I, why you guys are trusting him. No, I, I'm all up I, for telling I, her the name of the ship. Yeah, I, I trust... I trust <laughs> Emily over here any day. In which case... Uh, it was the, the Joy, uh, uh, captained by Ironsides, I believe. Mm. Uh, uh, and it was this down. carrying powder, shot, weapons. Weapon uh, uh, runners, of yes. course. Uh, and then today, in the slums, we found these crates emptied in the sewers. It's mm. funny you say that, because I believe we might have found the way that these were brought into your city um, just at the site of the explosion, actually. There's an entrance to the sewer, and upon investigation, there's a pulley system that's been rigged all through the sewer, um, basically so that anything mm. can be transported oh, into your city. She's scribbling this down quite rapidly. I see. And um, what else can you tell me from your investigation? Anything else, um, Madame Dragon? Um, well, we couldn't find anything at the gate, unfortunately. Although... There was, it may be nothing, but there was a small etching in the tunnels that seemed to be pointing in that direction. Mm. Uh, no doubt uh, directions from the smugglers to the intermediary. And we couldn't I get see. onto the bridge. Oh. <laughs> I, I do apologise once again, Mr Skern. Um, I shall inform my officers to be aware of your um, the dispensation I have afforded you and your friends uh, staying at my uh, restaurant. But regardless, um, I have uh, doubled the guard around the city. Um, I do not think this is anything more than uh, a larceny gone wrong at this point. Um, although this map seems to indicate to me uh, an organised criminal enterprise. Um, I, just yeah. to be clear, I don't tell Amelie about the K-Drow, what I learned from the Justica, because no. sure. obviously telling, you know... Telling us is a bit pushing it. Telling these guys of I course. kind of align with yeah. because, you know, they're helping me investigate this, but I'm not about to tell, you know, the captain of the city guard, hey, by the way, the Fury have this massive secret and it's really important. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> it uh, could well be relevant. Um, the other thing... That but I, plus, I don't want to draw too much attention to myself. Uh, the other thing that I, it just could be could be relevant, um, as I'm, I'm sure you may know, uh, there is a... You have something of a cobalt infection. Oh, of course, there's damnable things. Living in the sewers? Yes, um, I am aware that some of my guards are conspiring with them to uh, undercover more illicit activities, but quite frankly, I think we should just be burning them out. There have been a constant sword in my side. They have been attacking our granary supplies. They have been attacking certain people of personage in the city. And frankly, I do not think that we need the security risk of an underground 
uh, hostile force. Things are not uh, the most calm as the present. I, as as I understand it, you you have forces taking care of this. If there's any extra help you need, uh, I have a, I have instructed them to do so. In fact, I believe I have received a work order from um, Jessica Teach about such a thing. But um, to be quite honest, with the double security, I have not any extra men to spare. <laughs> Charlie's literally just going to flex like. Yeah. Those muscles Scan will spare <laughs> for me different pose. <laughs> right. N- Nizzle is just nodding like, yeah, let's kill some shit. <laughs> what, what are you, I am very what bored. Are you doing? We, I, might, we might be able to murder some things for you. I do have some new techniques that I would like to try out. Scan is good at murdering things. I will say that. I am pretty good at murdering things. Maybe don't things. say that in front of the camera. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's personal. haven't done it in a while, but... I, <laughs> I, um... I would also like uh, sort of pull out the map that I had given her and mark exactly where those, um, like where that little grate that we found on the map. Oh, on the so street. you just let whoever fill in the information. Yeah, then. so it was sort of like uh, uh, this was where that grate was. So if you've got some guys down there, yeah. um, again, don't want to tell you how to suck eggs, but. Maybe yeah, this is then. a very strange expression. It's you don't teach, you don't show your grandma to suck eggs. Basically, she's been doing it for a lot longer than like, so I. I don't know why, but eggs. Didn't, uh, this this is um, I do not wish to tell you how to do your job uh, because you are vastly more. more superior at it than me. But certainly, um, farewell. So I shall. <laughs> I, I feel I have taken up your time, so do not let me detain you. Can we uh, go back to the bridge? Sure. We I'm can not do that on the way back. <laughs> like You three could go onto the bridge. Oh, yeah. I'll take your weapons. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. So, like, yeah. like, we, we don't have to act it out. Can I just uh, leave the weapons, go to the bridge, and have sure. a crash? It's night. Um, with so Nezor and Charlie. I'm going with it. It's yeah. night, so the mil- the military presence are now with torches, uh, and the palisades have actually been adjusted, so it le- lets in fewer people at once. No, no, I was going to say I'll just have a peek around, like yep. just I'll, I'll roll an investigation check while we're here. Let's get everyone to roll an investigation. Like, check have we? We're, we're looking in the middle of the bridge, but have we looked at the the entrance? I'm assuming that I'm would be. I'm going a... to investigate as much of the bridge as I can possibly investigate yeah. on both sides. Basically, having a good old squeeze. Have a good old look around. Pokey nose. Ah, twelve. Twenty-four. Fucking hell. That's a funny number. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> just don't send Rylan to investigate. She's just or not scam. good. <laughs> Charlie, you're not entirely certain, but. After standing there in the cold of the night, you suspect the guards here are eyeing use especially with, I won't say apprehension, but sort of a, there's no one should be on the bridge at this time of night. And they're a little bit more nervous than you would normally expect. I'm going to... (laughs) I'm going to roll a deception check. Sure. And sort of go, well... Done for the night, then, oh, and sort of walk off and try and sneak behind somewhere to hide and like so pretend that I'm heading yeah. off. Sure. And I rolled a twenty. They seem sweet, fat, natural. Yeah. So I'm just like oh yes, do, 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 and yeah. then nick off somewhere. Yeah. So you're just gonna like hide around a corner and just yeah. like what? deception. I'm ever. imagining a tiny box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 too big. yeah. And they're like, where did that massive boulder come from? <laughs> Are you basically going to stake out the bridge? 
Okay. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Um, I've I've I'm I've walked out to the middle. I'm pretending to be admiring the view. I've got the the pipe out again. Just a dragon woman chilling on a bridge. Nothing to see here. Um, but actually, I'm just. He's probably got to go to a gig. Yeah, it's not, it's not, like I've gone with these guys because I'm assuming I have a, a gig nearby is probably the best. I offer you a smoke. I sure. decline. It gets later in the evening and the wind at the top of the bridge actually gets a lot harsher. And then at about the equivalent of, say, 10 o'clock... I'm still hiding. Yeah, <laughs> you're almost at the end of your patience when a horse-drawn cart appears from the Urhart side and approaches the palisades. Can I just investigate it as go past? Yeah, I was going to say, do me a perception check because you might see some some detail. Uh, 15, perception is minus one, so 14. You can't see any great detail because, again, it is dark and it Mm. sort of is just clipping past at a bit of a speed, but you're fairly sure that this figure that's on the cart has a tail. He definitely has a tail. Tiefling, I'm thinking. No, actually, thicker. Um, how how big is the hooded figure? He's quite large. Like he's probably about the same size as Charlie. And what can I discern about this tail? Colour. Nothing, just that he has one. It's sort of under like he's got a cloak on that's covering pretty much all his body, but Mm. you can see that like the cloak to the side is covering something. And that you're pretty Being certain it's a tail. Being a tailed person myself, yeah. I suspect it is in fact a tail. Yeah. So possibly a dragonborn. I'm not familiar enough with the... Any other tailed creatures in this yeah, universe no. I should be aware of? No. Actual dragons? Well, yeah, and other betailed creatures. But, um... He isn't Yeah, he's tiger. definitely... It's definitely not a tiefling. It's definitely something thicker. And the Bashano says something to them, which can't really be picked up because of the high wind, and they immediately just back away and, and let him through. Um, and the horse cart just continues Do off. Do I recognise the cart? But no. It's an actual cart, like with cargo, rather, as opposed oh, to a okay. carriage. Roll me um, a perception. You'll want to be 18. No. Okay, yeah, you can't get enough detail because of the, the fact that it's so dark yep. of the driver, but he... What sort of cargo? Is it boxes? Is it barrels? Chests. Is it... Um, and, yeah, they just literally just let something through. All right, I'm going to... All right. All right. Oh, dear, you said all right three times. (laughs) He seems very pleased with himself. He's not all right. (laughs) I'm going to, as it goes by, I want to roll under. (laughs) You do realise if you fail this, you will be taking some pretty bad... Yeah, that's not a... Okay, I'm going to then. I'm not saying you can't roll under it. Like you've seen *The Edge of Tomorrow*, right, where he fails to roll under the truck as it's driving by. As it goes past, I'm going to sort of go behind it and with the box on. So like run behind it and then grab it. So you're going to grab the back of the cart and drag, be dragged along behind it. Yes, like sort of. Basically, I'm going to come in from behind and do the same thing instead of going under the wheels. Okay. They're suddenly right. like, why is this so much heavier? Those okay, horses. roll me a stealth. 20. Okay. <laughs> so you, you manage to scarper out from behind this box without the guards noticing. Now roll me a dexterity to see if you can catch it. That's an 11. That's enough. 
Excellent. Um, you managed to grab it. Um, however, you're going to have to stow behind the cargo as opposed yep. to underneath it, just because you, you're losing your footing. Yep. Actually, Rylan, everyone else was not there. It was just... <laughs> it was Rylan and him. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of the bridge. Okay. Do I notice Charlie getting on the cart? Or am I too far away? Too Roll high? me a perception check. Oh, that's right. No. Uh, nine. So no, I don't she actually couldn't have rolled a 20. <laughs> so do I see it getting waved right through? Yes, you do, actually. It's really odd because, as you were saying, like, everyone who went through this checkpoint has been frisked. Like I, got, just, I got frisked. Yeah, yeah, everyone got frisked. Was it a female this... guard? Sorry? Was it a female guard? It's you could elf. have insisted could have on it. <laughs> it was a male elf with a really weak grip. Wet fished all over you. But this got let through, which is really odd, especially since it didn't have any official markings or anything either. Like you were close enough to sort of see. Can I see in which direction the cart goes? Uh, it actually continues off down the main street and then curves left towards the slums. Mm. Mm. But it's got chests all on the back of it. Okay. Um, Charlie, yes. you're tumbling along on the back of this cart. Yep. Are you planning to do anything or are you just going to stay with it until it gets to its destination? Pretty much. I plan to... Oh, well, the chests that are, like, in front of me, because I'm holding on. Yeah. Again, are these, like, wooden crates or are they, like, chests, like chests. with latches and shit? They're large chests. Are they locked? Chests. Yeah. Like, they've got padlocks and shit on them. Yeah. All right. I'm going to look at one of the chests to see if there's any markings or anything on the... Like, I don't want to rob something that, if it seems sus as hell and it's going in the slums, I'm tempted to try and nick a chest. Like, as it takes a corner towards where it's going, I like, go... And run off with it, like... Sure. That'd be a bit of a mission, but you could do it. Um, but, yeah, uh, another 20. What the fuck's sake, man? Oh, wow. Yeah, OK. Like, uh, not 20? Yeah. yeah. OK, so, which is a numerical value. So, yeah, I pretty much just go... As we're sort of getting towards a destination and then grab it and jump off and... Yeah, so you managed to nab the one that's furthest away and just peel off and run off into the night with a chest. <laughs> and you're now standing in the middle of the city at night... Running. With, with running, sorry, running through the middle of the city <laughs> at night with a chest. Yes. And I guess you're heading to where? Where everyone else is, so I mean, um, Emily's place. Sure. I also travel... You're lucky. I also travel at 40 feet around, so That's I'm fine, like a blur. You're, <laughs> you're also running through I the I would city. be walking at a casual pace with it balanced on my shoulder, am, you big muscly guy. I am not walking casual pace through these slums full of the poor people with a big chest on my shoulder. You're like a big strong I, man. You'll be I don't fine. want to have to fight people. That's not the sort of person he is. Actually, what are you doing? Are you going to stay on the, rest of the bridge for the rest of the night? As far as you're concerned, Charlie's still there waiting. Yeah, I'm going to stay on the bridge. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Much well, later. I, I, okay, I'm going to stay on the bridge for another hour and then I'm going to pack it in and go home because I don't think anything else is going to happen. Does yeah. anything else happen in the next no. hour? I mean, that no? was the interesting thing. But I wait another hour, nothing happens, so I'm like, right. Yeah, Charlie's disappeared. He's and not where you thought he was. So Charlie disappeared. Do, do the guards react to me coming back in any way? <laughs> so they frisk you and let you pass. Relatively unmolested. Relatively. Oh. But very weak fingeredly still. Ugh. Like, Need a like salad fingers. Tiffany. It's like a salad fingers yeah. um, it's sort of like, there's no strength. It's like, oh, come on. Um, They're right, still so poking muskets, though. So. I, I discreetly look for Charlie, but I don't find him, and I'm just like, right, well, I'm going to head home and tell guys about this mysterious cart. Yeah. I went towards, and I saw that I went towards the slum, so I'm going to say, I think we... We'll probably meet up, like me, like, oh, hey. <laughs> this blur. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say you do, but you all basically wait to tell your story until until you get back to, we'll just call it the estate for now. 
you guys have been playing cards all night. No. I get home at some point and just yeah. join in. Yep. Uh, and then the door bursts open and he says, giant of a man holding a chest and a cold-looking dragon. Evening. <laughs> I'm going to sort of... I'm just trying to say... There's I somebody d- here who could open that chest for you. I, I was going to say, because if this is potentially a crime, I don't want these guys... It's not potentially a crime. It is a crime. You just stole the chest. No, no, what I mean That's is hilarious. it's like, I don't want to tie you fuckers into this. So, Charlie... That is Aww. charming. Hey, how much in the chest? It's genuinely charming that Aww. you're concerned about this. Like... Uh, oh, honey. You know that joke they made about me murdering people? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to run in, but I don't know whether I would go... Hey, guys, going to my room. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to masturbate. Don't follow. No, like... I'm, then I'm, we all follow. Charlie would... I want to see this. Princess is trailing you. Yes, like, I'm... Well, she would be in my room, so that's what I was thinking, is doing the same thing I did with George and climbing up. Like, going, well, hi, Roland. Let, like, let me just clarify this. If you're going to try and climb a wall with a chest okay, will, and get through a window, you're welcome to try, I will run but you will need to do a chest. the house... Okay. At 80 feet within a six second time frame. <laughs> okay. So, no, he's not, and he's 80 gone feet again. is like 25, 30 meters. Yeah, he's like six he's seconds. gone in, in two seconds. I wonder if that's actually feasible in like. Oh, it's physically possible in a straight line if you're sprinting, but yeah. like, I, I, I can do 100 meters in. Tens in twelve seconds was my personal best when I was at my fittest, and I was like twelve, and I was a sprinter. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, yeah, he's inhuman. But um, it's like, I, oh, guys, I don't know what the fuck is going on. There was a cart, and he's gone. And okay, so what are you? What are you guys doing? You gonna follow him up there? You gonna lend by himself? I'm totally going out there yeah, after. That's, yeah. that's not in any way suspicious at all. Fast. It's like the door will be closed. This is, and this is relevant to our investigation. Wait, but just, if I've accidentally robbed somebody, I don't. I don't accidentally about it. You took a chest. Yes. Okay. Yes, I've robbed someone, but if I've robbed a bad person, it's fine. If I've robbed someone who's not bad, I'm going to run back out the door <laughs> and give it back to the guy. See, that's what I think, but without the second part. Yeah, but also, also, so if you want to do this in the least <laughs> suspicious way, the least terrible way possible, if it's potentially not a problem, uh, then you want to be able to open it without damaging it. Correct. Now, Which your method of opening, I'm going to assume, is punch it. No, my is use my <laughs> plus five to slide of hands. How about you let the thief with, like... I don't know she's a thief. You are all reasonably upstanding human beings. Can we just take a step back? Yeah, so what real problem with authority figures? We've hung out and he doesn't know she's a thief? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I've been subtle. Yeah, I'm like, okay. hi, guys, we're just going out. I'll be back. Bye. Um, I just bought some new earrings. You guys are awful, awful at this whole lying business. What's actually Says the man. I don't lie. (laughs) I'm pretty straightforward with people. (laughs) What's actually happened? Have you come through and gone into your room, I'm guessing, which is separate from Gorgeous George's? Correct. We don't share a bedroom. (laughs) 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 I'm just talking in his sleep. Yeah, he's, like, my employee. Slash partner, not my husband. Okay, so. <laughs> slash, slash business partner. Uh, yes. What we do. I've I totally, totally been relating to you wrong <laughs> the entire time. Okay, so. I just love the idea of scan thing. Oh, okay, they're a couple. 
Wait, they're not. Uh, oh, anyway, oh. <laughs> so he's gone. You've gone into your room, and we're all left. Uh, so it's like, well, he seems to be carrying a chest. Ryland, could you shed some light on this? Okay. Uh, he he was waiting. He was he was by the gate, and I went on the bridge. I was there for a while. It was fucking cold, and this cart comes through, and uh, I couldn't really see. It was quite dark, but I'm pretty sure the guy had a tail. Like a. What kind tiefling? of tail are we thinking? Like, not a tiefling tail. It was... I, I don't know, but... How big? How big's the dude? He's about the size of Charlie, but he uh, had okay. a tail. So not a kobold-sized person. No, not okay. a kobold-sized person. Much too big. Anyway, and he goes down to the checkpoint, and they just let him straight through. They don't search him, nothing. Straight through. And so I waited to see if anything else was coming across. And, and this car, it goes off and... Goes this... Sorry, I'm going to out of breath. It goes off. And I turned in the direction of the slums, and that's where I lost sight of it. And anyway, I wait to see if anything else is coming across. Nothing else happens. Totally dead. So I leave the bridge. Man with cold hands doing the frisking, very unpleasant. And Charlie's just gone. Charlie's nowhere to be found. So rather than go wandering off on my own, I start to head back here. And we're, we're like, down the road there. And he just comes charging in like a crazy person. And he's got this massive chest on one shoulder. And I'm just like, Charlie! And he's just like, foom! And, like, that man can run. Um, apparently dragging all those logs gives you superhuman speed. So I ran after him. And he just, he just didn't stop. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he just shot straight through the back wall and out the other side of the house, to be honest. Um, so somebody... <laughs> Should we, like... So we might want to check on him. Yeah, all right. So uh, as a group, let's... <laughs> so, 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 so we go knock, up knock, knock. and... Uh, Hello. <laughs> head out. Stop. Just matches me like... Yeah. Uh, are you... You OK? Right in there. Have you? What happened? Are you still in the house? This sounds like a very um, weird question, but does anybody know how to pick a lock? Everyone just looks as one. Well, I've had some small experience uh, with this matter. Nice earrings, by the way. Thank you. May I borrow you for just one minute? They're an alien. By all means. So you're in Charlie's room? I pat Duchess. (laughs) Yeah, I, just sort of, I, I point at the lock and go, I, I'm, I do apologise for getting you involved, but this could be permanent for our investigations, or I could have just committed my first crime. Um, oh, bless. Oh, bless. I mean, I will demean myself to involve myself in this matter. I, I just sort of, yeah, like... We are all presumably listening. Yeah, we're eavesdropping furiously. The way I picture it is Rylan's head at the top, yes. Scan's head, and then Nezor's head, significantly lower than the rest of and, and at that one, we all look at each other. And I'm like whispering unsuccessfully. Yeah. yeah. Your whisper is like a dull roar. Yeah. No, I don't my voice! I'm going to laugh so much if I fail to open this <laughs> Right. You're gonna have to roll pretty high. You get, gonna... you get um, advantage on it as well. Okay. You do. I will try to open this. So first, I inspect the crate, chest, chest. crate, chest. Now you are using your lockpick tools, right? Correct. Yeah. Not so that will to be... inspect it. Okay. I no. Use my oh, you're just inspecting it. Fair enough. <laughs> first, I'm just like, oh yes. It's made of wood. <laughs> yeah. And you gotta inspect. It's okay. So it is. Is there an... any markings? Is there anything that looks there, weird? It's very nondescript, except the fact that the the lock is a dwarven make lock. So they're very, very tough to, to crack. You've only come across one or two of them in your life. The, the case, it's of the chest itself, is iron rimmed. So it has 
basically on the edges, it has iron inlay, and then the wood that's running through it is a very strong. Let me oak. guess, that's all made by dwarves as well. No, the chest itself doesn't look like it's dwarf, but the lock itself is. It's but the dwarves. chest looks like basically it can take a pretty big hit and still keep knocking. Neat. Roll me a uh, wisdom check. <laughs> was that a nat? What was it? A nat twenty? No. <laughs> <laughs> is it the opposite? Almost. Three. Okay. That's fine. It was almost 18. Is there anything Maybe else you want to do, do before you start picking the lock? Nah, just go into it. Okay. So do I get plus nine? Correct. Yes. 26. And again, That's going to do it. Roll it. Oh, you can, yeah, take, the you can take the advantage roll if you want. And if, Couldn't hurt. If, if I get lower, it doesn't... Yeah. Yeah. If you get higher, it helps. <laughs> 29. Okay, yeah, even so better. Not 20. <laughs> so you... It's a takes a little while, and you almost you almost hit like one and of the dwarven say, inbuilt triggers that realign the lock. And there's all this special. Well, while, while this is happening, I'm going. Oh yes, this is very interesting. You know, this was always a hobby of mine. Locks. You know, well, I always the deception thought it was interesting. check then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to as well while you she's doing that. that. Twenty on the deception. I'm going to be resting on the lid. So it's like, well, I'm standing yep. there paying attention, but I'm holding the lid down so when she unlocks it, she can't open it. Okay. That's Just I, rude. I don't, if I've stolen something, I don't want you to be implicated in opening the lock for you. But if, yes. if you're doing that, then I'm going to be like, what are you doing with your hand on there? What do you mean? On the chest. <laughs> I was like, the chest don't, that's... please keep your voice down. People might think I'm doing something untoward. And I was like, what are you doing to her? I was like, I think he's touching her chest. This is getting pretty hot. <laughs> why is your hand there? Why is your hand on the chest? What's it doing there? Good but seriously, why is your hand on the like treasure chest? So red and, yeah, like, um, but yeah. Um, you managed to avoid the dwarven traps that in the lock that actually realign the tumbler so that it can't be... It basically locks the thing unless you've got the master key. You bypass that, you get in there, and then you hear a really satisfying click and the lock's unlocked. You feel a sort of like a pop on the lid, but you're holding the lid down so it doesn't move. Still holding it down? Yep. <laughs> All right. It's just so many euphemisms. There was some touching of the chest and he felt a little pop. And he's still, he's holding, still it holding it down. <laughs> now, give me a strength check. Yeah, it's 19. Uh, so 22. Okay. You feel something push up against the top of the chest and it's actually quite hard to keep down. The chest is slowly opening up its own volition. I will look at you and just say, like, get out of here. Try and maybe get somebody. Uh, this is Well, it just so happens that we have a few friends literally just outside the door. Uh, no, we've had our ears pressed up against the door. We're eavesdropping yeah, the crap out of this. Listening. Hey, guys. <laughs> yes? And then I open, yes. Open the door. Perhaps we're all fallen comically. Yeah. Come in, though. I'm going to be like, yeah, just don't murder it. No, and no promises. <laughs> roll me another strength check, please. Oh, I do. Six. Uh, the chest forces itself up and light emits from inside the chest. It's a dark blue and within stands an animated suit of armour, pulling itself together from parts that you can actually see that are in the chest and is assembling itself in front I'm of it. I'm going you. to basically throw my way myself in front of it so it doesn't hurt a bell. Sure. It stands before you and goes... Directive. Oh, okay. I love a massage. 
I don't know if you'd love one from this guy. Okay. What sort of check am I going to need and make to... Control it. So control it, essentially. You could just talk to it. You don't necessarily have to make a check. Or are yeah. you trying to work out how it works? I'll, I'll make an arcana check for it. Sure. Uh, ten. You're not sure. Cool. Um, so I was asking for a directive. Go on. I was going to say, let's show Vera where it came from first. Ask it. What made you? Unknown. What is your function? Unknown. Better than... Destruction. Yeah. Destruction? No. No. Follow. Designation. Me. Why? Look, it turns its head and looks at Charlie and goes... Shall we? Maybe one of us try to make an order to see if it does what we say instead of what you say? To say, what off you being... I know. Let's say someone shouts out the order. Punch him in the back of the head. If it's imprinted on Charlie now, we like can't really give it so to she just yeah, That's how we're testing. Punch him in the back of the head. Uh, Does it respond to that in any way? Do you punch it in the head? No. No, she's just yelled out the command. Punch, punch him, him in the, the back, back of the head. I didn't. All right. No. Did you or didn't you? Um, I didn't. You were saying in character. In character okay. said that into the room. Um, okay. Armour turns around and... Raises its fist and brings it towards you, but stops within a hair breath. Well, that's good. I'm going to see whether I can say, like, don't take orders from anyone else. Like, basically, receive orders directly from me. Like, as in, like, ignore all orders that don't come from me. Saves me getting accidentally punched in the back of the head. <laughs> you know, I'm glad. He's very precise. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well... What is, what is your name? He doesn't respond. Okay. Can you ask him? Why don't you ask him? Yet? I, d- I don't mean to seem rude, but we're not keeping him. I'm what? curious. No, this is all knowledge. This is all information. We are curious. What is it? But he's awesome. Uh, what currently, is your name? Thank you. Currently, what we're testing is whether or not it listens to anybody else. What is your name? <laughs> okay. Your ask name... him if we can give him one. <laughs> your name is Roger. No! Fantastic. Princess. Yes. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Couldn't have picked something even moderately impressive. I picked my father's name. I'm sorry that it's not impressive to a dragon lady as, uh, but, you know, us Your common... poor father. Your father's name was Roger Roughhouse. That's amazing. He must have had a rough childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, Roger that. that. <laughs> anyway, um, what are we going to do with this? Are you sure superheroes? <laughs> I am going to take him to Emily. So hopefully she's home, because it's going to be a bit odd me walking up to... If I don't, we not take Roger. Yes, that's a because good idea. In terms of... You're, you're worried that this has been surreptitiously transported. Probably people aren't wanting the uh, its whereabouts. Maybe you don't want to admit to whoever it is that you stole it from. Yeah, we wouldn't want anyone it. to think anyone here is doing anything illegal. Thief. Thief. Yes. Nine. Yeah, exactly. It, how, wanna, you want to get your story straight before you go to Emily. My story is I saw a cart yeah. that was let through a checkpoint unchecked. Yeah. And I followed it, and just to make sure that it wasn't With full of bombs, yeah, yeah. so I don't have anything to get straight yeah, yeah. because I'm not can lying. I, may I? May I raise a point there? You certainly can. How did you open the box? I am a very dexterous man, 
as a side you know, Typical male taking credit for a woman's work. No, considering the entire... No, you just felt up her fucking... Yes. Oh, no, no, she was here just I for... Was I was in a room hold, hold, hold. and he was... <laughs> had his hand on the chest. <laughs> Sorry, yes, as, all. as a side point, it got let through the checkpoint. How do you know this isn't Emily's work? And also she's going to be like, point. That's guys, because this isn't on. Because, okay, if it is Emily's and I have just stolen from her, would it not be better to go, I was worried and decided to check up on something as opposed to hide that I have stolen from her and make myself seem very, 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 very guilty as opposed to just moderately guilty. No. No, I I do agree. Versus the risk of air heart invasion and pissing off Emily, pissing off Millie's probably... Uh, yes, also, I would prefer not to sully my name, and it kind of follows me, so... <laughs> yeah, we can't actually do much right now. He can just say follow and it will walk out. We have a suit of armour that's animated, and you want to give it away? I don't it actually know ours. if he can. It was never ours <laughs> to start off with. Now we know what we potentially. Oh my dealing god, you like this all the time? Yeah. Yes, I this am. That's why I was happy Clarence died. He was just as irritating. No, <laughs> he wasn't. No. Please do not bring that up again. There were like six times on that ship ride where I wanted to throw you all overboard. Okay. So we can't stop you going to Emily about this. Unless you can convince me of a better. of a reason that isn't it's a cool fighting robot. Nine, nine. That's not why we wanted to keep it. It's one of the reasons, not the primary one. <laughs> Don't get us wrong, it's cool. Uh, it's so cool. But, but, is it even related? Potentially. Potentially. It is a... It was heading to the slums. It was heading to the slums, yeah, which we've this already... Is, this is a, a step up, though, from smuggling weapons and, and black powder. This, and we don't, we didn't recognize the person driving the cart. We only know that he was led through both by the Earhart and the Bashano. Question, what did the cart look like? Was it particularly ornate? It was just a regular old cart, I'm afraid. Mm. Good. But he was led through by both Earhart and Bashano. I I don't imagine that the Earhart would be checking anyone terribly on their way out. On the bridge? Mm, this yes. is not checkpoint both end, and he went through both no worries. But he came from the Erhart side. Yeah, with a so if cart it's a, full of stuff. If it's an Erhart plan, I would imagine they would let him through. And if it's a Bashano plan, then they would let him through. So once I another. It's, but if he's. But there is both, neither was upset. But it's very easy to pay off some guards to let a man through. Either way, we're not keeping him. I have an alternate proposal to you. Okay. Tell Emily what you saw. Don't need to mention the chest just yet. We could see how she reacts. Let's see how she reacts to that. There was a very good point raised. Maybe she knows. Maybe she is involved. Maybe, and this is, she says, there's nothing to worry about. Or if there is something to worry about, if she is concerned, if she's like, what were they carrying? Do you know anything more? Pull you know, the armor in. Judge it on that. Then say, look, I didn't want to walk through the city with it. Okay. I will I will leave him here to guard Duchess. Guard the Turns to the dog, moves over, and stands over it protectively. Presumably you pointed at Duchess. Yes. <laughs> is, has Emily come home? You don't know. 
I'll sort of, you know, turn to everyone and go, I'm going to go talk to Emily then. Can we also, about the opening of the chest, if it comes to that, how did you open it? Story straight. I picked it with, and I'll, I'll pull some wire out of the curtain. Like, fire in the cut. Oh, that's all right. I mean, unless you've got no, no, no idea. No, no, because this is my point. Uh, our, our, our resident um, lock specialist could one pick that lock with that? No. The query, no. Emily, a person who presumably is in the knowledge, would have when seeing this is how did you open it? I yes, would just say with that. my hands. I'm not going to say that there's ultra-dwarven locks built into them. So if she asks about them, she's going to know about them. But this is an interesting point, because the thing is, if she asks, how did you open it, then we might know if it's hers or not. But if she just goes, okay... Until she sees the chest, at which point she sees... She doesn't necessarily have to see the chest, at least not... She's probably kind of on her if she knows it exists. At this point... I am going to head over there and do your plan, which was say that I saw a cart laden with shit, or, excuse my language, sorry, Ooh. I'm getting a little... Ooh, what was that? A little motor. Laden with uh, contraband by a man, and he was just let through. I will describe the boxes that were on there, One but I won't mention May what... May I interject? I, I didn't see what the man I... was. Oh, certainly, interject. Just a small... It's not a character flaw but you're very honest, um, and I want to make sure that we're catching any... I will not lie. No, 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 no I'm not saying that. Not I want to make things. sure that we send someone that might catch anything on her face that might betray her knowledge. I, I because if she's hiding... I'm a perceptive man. Would, I, would you mind if Abella went with you? She's welcome to. Oh, I, yeah, I, I was going to suggest... I can go, sure. Who yeah, are you going to send? Yeah, also not I do... Me? I have a plus. I have a plus six to perception and insight. I've got a plus five as um, well. So I'm sorry. Character that wasn't necessarily yeah. why I was. But, <laughs> but yeah, okay. no, well, he gets along well. It's done. Him. It's done. All right, I'll come You're with you. Come Let's with go. Me. Let's go yes. see Emily. Right. Can I? Before he marshals us out, is the box still open? Yes. Is there anything else in it? Uh, do me a perception check. Uh, that is a natural 20 plus 5. Okay. Um, you notice that the chest is a similar, has a similar design to the one that you found in DuPont's room, with, where in that it has oh. the circular corners that you can depress and pop the bottom with. Uh, Charlie, you and Abella leave your little townhouse cottage that you've been relegated to while you stay here and cross across the cobblestone courtyard and enter the the house proper through the servant's entrance. Um, the first thing you notice that is there's no staff. Uh, room after room that you go through, there are drop sheets over, over furniture that's not being used, um, and it's only the flickering light of a fireplace in one of the main rooms that um, gives you any clue that someone might live here. And uh, as you enter the room, you see Emily is um, leaning against the fireplace, warming herself. Uh, she's got a small, like, uh, glass uh, with some kind of alcohol in it. The prosthetic that she wears on her ear is on the mantelpiece of the fireplace. Uh, and she is just sort of staring into her glass. I do apologise for the interruption. 
she starts and turns around and goes, Oh, Monsieur Rochers, uh, Madame... I'm sorry, I've never caught your last name. Ella. She stops for a moment and goes, Your name is Abella Ella? <laughs> <laughs> Ella. Uh, very well. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try and not react to the obvious lie. Send under my arm, Bella, Ella, <laughs> Ella. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, so there was, there was uh, something of interest that happened uh, earlier this evening. Um, we were just investigating the last, the uh, bridge, and a vehicle laden with a bunch of what seemed to be quite large, well-secured chests um, was ushered through both checkpoints with no resistance whatsoever and heading towards your great gate in the east. Chests, you say? Big chests, and the person that was riding the cart seemed to be quite a large creature of sorts. With a tail. Oh, a oh tail. wonderful! With a uh, with a tail. Proportionate to its size. This is, uh, of course, very strange. You know, I'm going to do an nice. insight check on that anyway. Sure. Twenty-six. Yeah, no, she is startled, <laughs> startled by the fact that something was just let through a checkpoint. That never happens, not in her city. Yep. So it's an honest thing. Okay. All right, so it's not hers then. One other thing. I may have procured one of the chests because it seemed very suspicious and then opened it. In the spirit of investigating a possible threat. Threat. Exactly. You have the chest? Shows this to me. Meanwhile, back in Charlie's room, Scan, I'm assuming you're going to do the same trick and open the chest? Yeah. <clears throat> so you do so, and yeah, there's a piece of parchment in there. I, I get the parchment out, yep. close the thing, and I walk out with it, and yep. I show it immediately to these two. So um, that chest, very similar to the one that I found 30,000 gold ducats worth of ingots in the bottom of in DuPont's room. Right. Recognize oh. that spotted it, same secret compartment in which... Uh, Let's have a look. Says, yep. Uh, it's written in what appears to be musical script. Oh, so sweet. it's a tune <laughs> of some kind. I am not wanting to play this. That's <laughs> I yeah, Maybe play it in the presence of the giant suit of walking armor. Maybe. <laughs> Can I, like, I would do r- r- read it to see if there's any kind of code I see? Um, okay, so, yeah, no, you wouldn't even need to do a roll for yeah. that, I don't think. Um... The melody that plays is a very... Like, so I'm not playing, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the notes. Like, I would yeah. recognise that. But he would be able to tell it would be a dissonant yeah. tune. Yeah, it's, it's a, a dissonant tune that makes no sense. I'd it's out of tune. It's just, it's a weird out of yeah. tune. So it's not a song, I, I would hazard a guess. Yeah. You could I, call it, it progressive jazz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't look like music to me, or at least not good music. Uh, and that's not a taste thing, it's just wrong. Uh, like I'd like to I like kind that? of yeah, like investigate. Like, yeah, could you like do an Arcana kind of track tra- on tra- it? Well, not Arcana. Like my, tra- translate it as a code. My uh, my my feeling on it would be that it is related to the suit of armor. Yeah, and it's magical. Um, and yeah, I but... I would imagine it's some sort of like a guide, a code, mm. possibly way to disarm it, possibly activate it. Well, we know how to activate it. Open the box. But um, music, musical notes have less. Yeah, that's that's more what I'm getting. Yeah, getting yeah. at. 
Uh, but you're the one who's good at magic. Yeah. That's... Yeah. If there's a code, like, I mean, look, if you want to do a... Um, yeah, like, it would be a very basic code. You have... Five. Five. Five? Yeah. It goes to sorry. Yeah. goes to G, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, sorry, you've got eight. Seven. Yeah. It's an octave. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if, if it has, if there's a, a cipher here, you're going to probably have to sit down and study it because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's not, there's, it's not like it spells the word face, for instance. Like, it's yeah. not. There's nothing like that. No, it's, it, it's a flowing musical notation that is dissonant as all hell, and it sounds like it would be awful to hear. Yeah, how long is it? Um, like, it's, is it a, like it's like a full page of music? It's uh, about eight bars. Okay. It would only be like two lines. Yeah. So it's legit it's just notes? Just yeah. notes. What cool. clef is it in? <laughs> a clef. Leave him alone. <laughs> uh, I can go into more detail. What you, you know, his brain just went dirty. <laughs> well, no, no, we already <laughs> established that. It's not in... There's no discerning. There's no discerning information beyond. <laughs> it's not true musical script. No, it's, no. A, it's a list of notes rather than Probably music. Probably a bunch of signals that go. This is your command. So when all of them hear it, yeah. It instead of audibly going, do this, do this, do this, do this, it goes. I yeah. I would not be playing this anywhere near the armor anytime soon. All right. <laughs> you hear the door open and close downstairs, and the and Captain Emily is led in by both Charlie and by Abella, and you all find yourself standing oh, good. on the You're landing. Here. I assume. <laughs> Shall we go inside? Have you what? Um, I would just happen? sort of continue again, like um, trying to keep you guys out of it, just sort of like well, yeah, this way. I guess if they're ignoring me, I'll continue to study the script. Like, yeah, like I'll I'll try and avoid I, like, I'll take 20 on it, but I don't think anything's going to come from it. If we have that much time, I guess. And so the- this is what we found in the box. She looks at it very critically and walks forward and goes, what do you suppose the function of this thing is? And as she moves forward, the armor springs to life. These blades were out of its corner as it seeks to defend Duchess. Stand down. <laughs> At that, the armor just falls to pieces and collapses. Oh, you broke it. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> Does it, sorry, it literally just... It just falls into its composite pieces. Like, oh. the glow goes and it just goes... Feels a bit anticlimactic now. Try waking it up again. Um, yes. Engage. Nothing happens. Make it so. <laughs> Nothing oh. happens. Destruction. Turn on. Do dry destruction. Nothing happens. It's not <laughs> responding at Can all. Can you give me an arcana? I'll be like, is it still magic? I'm not in the room. Is it still I got magic? a better magic. Go on. Oh, yeah, you do. Fifteen. Um, it seems like whatever was powering it has dissipated. Huh. So possibly it needs to recharge or possibly it requires a magical input. I might suggest putting it back in the box. Put the pieces it looks into like the box. looks like it needs to either recharge or it needs some sort of impetus. Sure. Yeah, sort of. And I'll not close the door, though. Like, not close not it, because I don't want it to lock yeah. and I'm not getting it again. How's, how's Emily? Sure. It, um, yeah, the pieces just sit in the chest. Yeah. Um, Emily just just sits there and looks at things. This is very strange. How many chests did you think there were on the... Side? An entire cart, so... Probably in the vicinity of about 12. Okay. There's, yeah, yeah there's about a dozen, so... That would be unpleasant to know. For civilians. Yeah, well, I didn't, wouldn't want to fight that myself. <laughs> I reckon I could take it. 
possibly you. Sorry, I reckon I could take it. Uh, Emily stares at this piece of armour, these pieces of armour, and goes, I need to go speak to the guards on the bridge and several other people. I know where the delivery went. Wow. Would that be more...? If you know roughly. I basically jumped off as he pulled in. You know that he was some... This person was slowing down in the vicinity of the slums and the destination, the final destination of where he was going was probably pretty close to the area where Nezor had pointed out the... Um, the great. The great. But other than that, you're not entirely certain what yeah. it is. Uh, so I can at least say in an area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it'd be like... Uh, there, I, um, I know roughly the area where he was making the delivery, which, well, with what you've told me, which was roughly around the same area that they deposited the last lot of weapons. I'm going to enact martial law. I must do this now. Excuse me, gentlemen. And uh, she turns around and swiftly moves out of the room. Is it? Did she say martial law? <laughs> I'm going, as she leaves, I'm going to be like, well, shit. <laughs> um, this is why I said we shouldn't tell her. Though this might seem a little uh, criminal. Go maybe, on. Maybe we could beat them to the chests. I'm all up for it. To fight them? Charlie. Or potentially. I feel like them. we should be a little bit more honest with you than perhaps you think we haven't um, been. <laughs> I mean, just so that people don't get. Yeah, I hurt. don't want severe yeah. hurt. And if we can, if we've got a rough idea, I think it's where me and Nezor were before. If we've got a rough idea where there's story, she's gone. She's well. No, no, I'm not in the room. So there's oh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, storing other weapons, then maybe we can get to them before they're activated, and I don't know, throw them in a river. You know what? That's a good plan. I do, do not want to see these things run rampant for I whatever cause that yeah, they're... Because yeah. I know that we'll probably be one of the ones to... Winds up fighting exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So let's prevent that. I also I, I think it is uh, odd that um, the shipment of weapons came in, what is it, three days before the fight? Mm, so maybe the escalation isn't necessarily unnatural. No. Maybe they thought, well... I think it is, I, there may not be a correlation. No, sorry, there is a correlation. There may not be causation. Very true. But it is an interesting observation. But also, maybe we should do what this. What alliteration. <laughs> maybe we should do this before martial laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Let's I'm go. Cool. I'm just making martial law isn't going to help anybody. Let's go. So you all blow out of the room and I guess Nezor... Shove it in one of your many pockets. Yeah. Let's go. Is there anything I discover from it? Um, it's... Bad music. Yeah. Really bad no, music. That's, that's what I expected. Charlie, full disclosure, Abelia, Charlie, I found this piece of paper in the chest. Uh, there's a secret compartment in the bottom of it. I recognised it from a different chest that I had encountered recently. So, full disclosure. Apologies. Um, He's sort of like, <laughs> you in my room? <laughs> I only touched the chest. I was only curious okay, about no, that. He's not like, <laughs> he's just sort of like, that's my room. No one goes in my room. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You, have, I'm like, you have lovely sheets. Uh, <laughs> I rubbed my face on them. On them like, did you see the tea set? I did. It's lovely. Um, so as you guys run out, I, I'm just like, like terrible music, nothing more to it. Okay. Um, and I, I do don't put it in a pocket and follow you guys out. <laughs> no, not not planning to. But we're, we're going to sort of yep. scurry over there. 
All right. Uh, so you all scurry. At Eighty feet a second. Is someone carrying. Can <laughs> you just carry all of us? I could carry Nezor, but I don't think his pride would allow that. <laughs> I'm totally cool. Not with the that. beard. If it means we move faster, because yeah, you're eighty just, feet compared to fifty feet, I'm totally cool. With that. I can do sixties tops. Yeah, me as well. Have we had any kind of? Uh, I'm, I can't remember whether it's a short rest or a long rest that you need for magic to. Um, you need a long rest. Have we, we? We haven't had a long rest today, have we? Yeah, no, I did. I did. I did use a spell. I will. At some point. I will say that you have all spell slots. Spell slots. Cool. It's fine. You were sitting around for a bit, weren't you? Yeah, you had a. You look. You had a rest. That was. Yeah. Oh, you played a gig. Yeah. It's fine. You're yeah. good. It's very Don't stress about it. Like, we, so this is quite right. late at night at this yeah. point, I'm guessing. Like, yeah. the rest of us keep up. Like you can you, you can probably take it a little bit easy. Yeah. I'm not going to leave you in the dust. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Well, you have a Nazar on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm sort of doing the... <laughs> like, as opposed to sprinting. Like, just some nighttime training. See you later. Yeah, I feel like we need a training montage. All right, so you are, are in the slums, not too far away from where Charlie bailed out from the cart. It's getting, it's pretty late. It's nearly 1 a.m. So you're in these sort of main street, and it's dead quiet. There's no one around. Which is good for you because it makes it incredibly easy for you to track the movements of the cart that cross the bridge. Uh, you are able to follow some very, very very faint tracks that uh, go down the main street. Um, they look fresh, they're not hard to distinguish from, and they lead you to the elderly folks' home that you visited recently, Ryland. As you approach the old folks' home, uh, you notice that the, uh, the attached cemetery actually has fresh cartwheel tracks leading into it. I'm sorry, I just love the fact that there is a cemetery attached to an old folks' home. That's hilarious. They were just like, we're just going to save some just time. Just like, yeah, guys, like, deal just with like, it. Have you any idea how difficult it is to carry corpses? Much simpler. We're just <laughs> shoo in. It's fine. It's like having a cemetery next to a hospital. It's not a particularly large plot, but it's large enough that it has got one or two mausoleums and a few headstones. It doesn't look like it's been used in a while. It looks like it's been attached to this building, which was possibly some kind of religious thing but has been converted into an old folks home. Is there anything on the old folks home that would um, hint at so any kind of large door? Like a... It's not gone into the old folks, it's gone down a path to the old cemetery next to the old folks. Yeah. It's where the um, cart's gone. Yeah. Alright, you approach the cemetery you know, and... Because Charlie, again, never done criminal stuff, so in a roll stealth check, I'm going to try and be like... Stealthy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, no, that, that is, that is... No, no it's a ten. <laughs> it's still average on the dice. Medium quiet. stealthy. He's quiet, but he looks really silly. Um, <laughs> you enter the cemetery, and Charlie is doing his best to be very stealthy, and it's very, very disheartening. <laughs> you know, but Charlie, you... He's quiet, do at least. Do your thing. Um, you, you, you do your thing, man. And I'm proud of you. Further in, you see the uh, mausoleum. And the cart that you were on before has been parked nearby. And it looks like the chests, which are all now open, have been arrayed in a sort of semicircle nearby. The only thing that indicates where any of these, um, these pieces of armour 
or the person who was carrying them has gone, is an ajar door to one of these mausoleums. Oh, that's just disgusting. Who messes with the dead? I mean, honestly. Oh, right. Well, you, oh, he's uh, not actually asking. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so, like... <laughs> Just look around, like, about her and I made eye contact. I've been like, I don't have you. I, I don't... I, I don't, think we used yeah. a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. killed a guy, which we then cut up. Yeah. No, 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 we didn't cut up. Wow. I laughed while I it happened. So what's <laughs> happening with Tancred? How heavy Tancre. is that door? The, the door um, that's open. Um, it's a very heavy-looking uh, raw iron door, but what's interesting is upon inspection, it looks like it's actually been reefed out of the lock. I, yeah, I'm going to be like, are we going to go down there? He's doing... Why is Scan doing hand... I don't know what those <laughs> mean, Scan. Okay. <laughs> Let's just I do what Charlie says. Actually yelling at each other. No. Um, It'll be a loud whisper. I don't know what those mean. I was actually... A, while, what I thought Charlie would be doing. While you're doing all this, you hear a large horn blast come from the fortress. That, I'm going be to... martial law. You know that, that reaction you do when you just get scared and everything Lean and you goes... Excuse me doing. Yeah, pretty much. Right. I'm zoinking and... Yes, you're zoinking. <laughs> Jeez. So is that, that is, is that a martial, verb. <laughs> is that martial law sound? Is that what we're hearing? Probably. Probably. Right. Yeah. Well, so shall we prevent this being a problem and go into the mausoleum, possibly get slaughtered? Sure, why not? It sounds Me. like an obvious way to get some combat in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you enter the crypt, and before you stands a large marble statue. But on behind the statue where a coffin, I suppose, would sit, uh, one of those ones that's built into the floor, uh, you find that the top of the case has been removed and you can actually see, yes, absolutely, a staircase leading down. Neat. Totally going down those. Um, can we just do a check for danger? Yeah. Sure. To be quite frank. Shouldn't we go get the military? No. Oh, no, this is us. Uh, 15. 14. No. 11. Yeah, no, look, it's empty. It's quieter than the grave, if you'll pardon the pun. There's no traps, there's no presence of anything. Well, shall we? Yeah, do let. Looks like a good idea. So you... Well, I wouldn't call it a good idea. idea. <laughs> look at it this way, Charlie. By the time we go and get in the military, these people may be long gone. There is that. Also martial law. Yeah. Do you know what martial law is? I know it's bad. Okay. Um, so you... It never results in anything good. You traits down the stairs and find that it actually goes a lot further than you thought. You're well below the sewer level at this point. You'd want to be. You're in a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> Three no. feet down? <laughs> yeah. to be walking into people. Um, <laughs> no, no, when I say well below, I mean you walk for a good probably... 30, 40 feet? You're, pro you're a bit deeper than that. You're probably around 70 foot down. Wow. Uh, this... It actually winds in on itself. It's something of a spiral staircase. But what you do notice is that there are sort of like remnants of earth. Is it lit? No. Pull a torch out, press the digitation torch. Ignition? Like? Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's your marching order? You, what order are you heading down the staircase? In? I'm happy to go first. I'm feeling like Charlie's probably... No, he probably would be at the back, but like, oh, in case a really boogeyman comes from behind, yeah. I can punch I'll him. I'll probably be behind skin. I would have followed skin yeah. down. Sure. 
I'm, yeah, yeah, behind Charlie or no, I'm trying to be. Charlie would be sort of like the buffer between. Yeah. So, so the marching order is what? Scan, Ryland, Abella, Nazor, Charlie. Um, yeah, so you, you find yourself down this, you go down this staircase um, and eventually come out on a landing that has a large number of bones basically placed on a shelf in, like, in order. It's a catacomb. Um, and it seems to stretch quite far forward. Uh, however, midway through, you notice that there is a landslide that has collapsed in. Uh, to your left and to your right, you notice that there are additional doorways that lead into probably ancillary tunnels that run off the side. Um, but your way forward is blocked. Um, and just as a curiosity thing, did I notice the name of the mausoleum? Uh, no. Actually, curiously enough, and this is something you would have known. There was no marking on this thing. Okay. It wasn't designated as... Not a family, because they tend to be a family crypt. Sort yeah. Of thing. There was no name, which is weird. Which, yeah, I would have probably checked that on the way down. So, yeah, no name. Odd. Okay. I'm going to do an investigation on the landslide to see whether it's like an old settled thing or whether mm. it's sort of like someone's covered their tracks on the way through. Sure. Uh, Eleven. This is recent. Oh, excellent. Probably not recent as in, like, the last couple of hours, but it's... Within the last month? Easily. Hmm. Yes, this, um, this doesn't seem to be too old, like, a month at the most. What does that mean for us, though? Um, we uh, make earthquakes. <laughs> I know I do sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you made that joke. Uh, <laughs> can I investigate the left and right tunnels to see if sure. there's any discernible difference between the two? Sure. Either the, in the smell you of don't the have air to, or... I'm you looking for footprints. What do you want? What do you want? You want to see if there's any... Like, can I feel any breeze coming through? Can I no, smell anything? It's down? very stale down here and quite dusty. Okay. Um, do they slope down? There are two antechambers on either side of this landing. Oh, there's no, there's no doors. It's literally just. The oh, the, okay, okay. Cool. There's a tunnel, tunnel. Yeah. yeah. Um, so to the left, you find that there's sort of another similar-looking room. However, this one um, has, I suppose, what you call an actual mausoleum, and this seem, this room seems relatively untouched. The right-hand side, however, has another staircase that seems to be leading down into a cave of some kind. It actually opens out quite wide at the bottom and from what you can tell you can hear the faintest sound of water guys this that that was a dead end but this one seems to go on and like can you hear that because i can hear water water yeah yeah and remember mm. sewers pipes true how deep do sewers go we are very deep unless it's an um a naturally occurring cave that yeah. they're possibly connected to the surface. Well, there's only one or way to find out. Are we on a, like a bluff, like on a, yeah. a cliffs and things? So we're down at water level, sea level? You'd be below that, actually, at this point. Okay. It's quite deep. Mm. Yeah. Because the slums are actually basically the base. The slums are always down at the bottom. Yeah. Um, First things to flood. Yeah. <laughs> Poor people. Um, well, yeah, let us go. How wide is the, the tunnel? Same deal, you could one walk one abreast or two abreast? Two abreast. This one's a little bit wider. Um, but yeah, you leave the creepy catacombs behind and go down the stairs. Now, when you reach the bottom, the first thing you notice is that there is a massive expanse before you, uh, easily 150 foot wide. Um, and running in the middle is a chasm, which has fresh running water through it. 
and appears to come from a source further down towards, I suppose, the higher end of where the bluff would be. And there are two sites uh, to this, um, this area. The masonry here seems a lot older than this, the room you just came through. But what you masonry? can... Masonry? Yes. So it's built, not a cave. No, no, it is a cave. However, there are supporting structures built into or carved from right, stone. Okay. Um, and upon them are gargoyles or something similar holding the roof up. The two sides of the room are split. Uh, you, there doesn't appear to be any access to the other side. However, further down on your left, further into the complex, appears to be another doorway, roughly 70 foot further away from you. To your right, the landing you've come out on tapers off to an edge and there's just nothing but a sheer drop. To the opposite side appears to be three doorways that are spaced evenly across the, the expanse. It is as quiet as the grave, apart from that trickle of water that you can hear. Is there any sort of way across? No, there doesn't appear to be any kind of thing, man-made or otherwise. So, so which doors are on the same bit that we are? If you turned left and kept walking, you would hit the doorway and then go through. And along this length, there are a number of, I suppose you call them buttresses almost, but sort of like an arch or a, or a base that depict a gargoyle holding something up. Very, very old workings. Can I do a religion check? Yeah, I was about to say, can I do a history check on you? Sure. Uh, 13. Uh, 11 for the religion check. 11? This doesn't correspond to any kind of known religion that you're aware of. Now, what did you get on your history? 13. You remember hearing something about this in a story or a song you heard in passing once? It's a reference to an obscure lyric. It just something triggers in your mind about it. It's like... And the lyric was, Across the river of woe, three doorways stood before me. And there's something about this that you think is just a direct reference to this space, this place. So I, I say to the rest of them, there's, there's something about something from... I don't know if it's a song or a story that that is talking about very specifically this place, a river, three doorways. Like, this is something that someone's known about for a while, whether it was legend or... Do you recall the melody? Uh, if it was a song, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It's just this is definitely something important. Could you care to do... I know you have more magical affinities than I, but do you want to have a look at those gargoyles? The number of things that have not been animate and then become mm. animate in my presence in the last couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll tell you, and I can't check on the gargoyles. Uh, 16, 19. No, they're, they're just gargoyles. gargoyles. They're, they're, they're carvings. They, they're not something that has been placed there that is now holding it's a It's not a guardian of some kind. Sure. No. No, it's very much so. Is that something that was in the song? Uh, okay. Does anyone else want to do anything while they're here? Can I do a history check? Five. Nothing. No, unfortunate. I, where is the water coming from? Uh, there is a... A waterfall would be generous, but there is a constant stream coming from a the rock face. And it disappears back into rock later? Basically, it's adjacent to the doorway at the far end on the left, uh -huh. and the water just falls into the um, river below in the chasm, uh -huh. but you don't see where it goes. It just seems to go further into darkness. Um, I was going to 
ask, can I do a roll to see if I, anything's ringing a bell in terms of things that might have travelled along the thieves? This seems older than any kind of thieves' I, guild. I unless, you're, unless you're thinking maybe they use this as a bolt hole or this is something that maybe yeah, you've spoken of. Yeah, like an old kind of... They're, look, nothing indicates this has ever been... This has been looked at in a while, but you're welcome to... Is there any footprints in the... A lot of heavy footprints have come through here. Okay. Um, I would like to just taste the water. Okay, I would just sort of yep. spray it and just lick it. It's salty. Okay. Oh, seawater. Alright. It's salty. Mm. Oh, Any seawater. Any funny colour about it or anything? Would, uh, do I need to roll a perception or something if I find out anything? No, more? like it's, it's seawater. Okay. It's not. You know the taste anywhere. Well, yeah. It's a taste of home. There isn't really anything more to do. I've you know, yeah. exhausted it. Okay. Like so we can't leave crush. the chasm? Oh, could I send him over? Yes, I believe he can fly. He can fly. Um, do you want to? Just to have a look? Yeah, I mean, there's a, I, I would keep him in the air as much as you can. Like, I, I wouldn't want him landing if anything's going to jump out at him. Can, uh, is, are the doors, are the three doors, do they look different to the door? Are they lit? No, there's no indication they've been approached. Are they um, up, are they down, are they... They're on the same level as you. And they um, look the same? Yeah, they are all similar design. The one in the middle would presumably have to go straight to the other's turn? You couldn't tell. These are actual doors. Too far away. Yeah. Oh, door doors. Yeah, no, these are, these oh. are stone doors. Do they have handles? Not that you can see from this distance. Okay. So anyone investigated the door that's on our side? That's the only way out of this room. Is it a door as well? We, we were thinking uh, yes, it was a, just yes, a... Yes, it is also a, a stone door. Okay. <laughs> so have... Does that one have a handle? Well, yeah, so this door is a very ornate and interesting design. Um, it has a lot of strange etchings on it. Um, can everyone please do a perception check? Can I do a history check on it as well? Sure. Might, like, after I've seen what I see on the perception? <laughs> Twenty-three. Nine. Oh, good. I'm five. Twenty-six. Okay. It's definitely a language of some kind. Uh, you recognise it as being very, very old, but it, it looks like a precursor to other languages. Ryland. Yes. This looks really familiar to you. There is something about this that is bugging you. Mm. It's like you... It's like when you forget a word, but you're like, I know what this means, but I can't think of... The, what's the word you use when you describe X? Like, that's the feeling that you strongly get. There is something about this that really just sticks in your head. What are you in... Um, do, how does Rosh react to it? Um, he doesn't appear to have any opinion of it. Are you asking him to look at it? Um, yeah, I, I will. Because he's also... A, yeah. has a magical affinity as well. Yeah. And I'm sort of... What do you think? He's quizzical about it. He's got a sort of a... He doesn't understand what it is that he, you're making him look at, but he under, he kind of is like, this feels familiar. I don't know what this is, but something about this is familiar. So this... He thinks this is weird. And I you think it's the best way to say it. this is weird. Well, this is very odd. Because I feel like I know it, but how can I possibly know it? Hmm. There is a link here. <laughs> Dragons. Yeah. Uh, Why did you say that? The other chap that uh, cult was called was what? What? Cult of the dragon. Cult of the dragon. Yeah, yeah I've been uh, looking for them. Um, well, tonight might be a lucky night. I'm not getting my Are there hopes any up. Imagery or just writing? It's it's just glyphs. They're very. Sh they look like someone's been like gouged out parts of the stone. 
with like a finger or something. And claw. Nezzo. Yeah. Do an arcana check on the door. Yeah. Arcana. Uh, 16. This door reacts to very specific magic. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Something, it's very much, it's, an, it's tied to an element or elements. I breathe on it. Give it a go. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm totally Just serious. I can only use my ice breath once. Oh. Rush, give me a little puff, little friend. Rush looks at the door, shakes his shoulders, and you hear like a low rumble, like a burp. And then a gout of flame, actually larger than you've ever seen before, hits the door and flame just washes over it. And he hiccups again. Smoke nice. comes out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, he seem, He feels a lot better. You immediately tell. Was that what the problem was? <laughs> Need the, to get you like that more often, my friend. <laughs> the fire coils across the face of the door and then sets into the recesses of these these runes that have been etched into the door. And you hear a sort of, like a mechanism turn, and then the door raises slowly, and you hear stone on stone as it lifts itself. Ice was the wrong call. Dragon magic, possibly. I'm technically not a dragon. But uh, neither is he. <laughs> He's closer he than me. He takes umbrage to that <laughs> and nips you on the ear. Aye. <laughs> Fair point. You did breathe out a massive gout of flame. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, like a minute ago. Probably why the charcoal hasn't been helping. Uh, yeah, that was mainly only making of us. <laughs> Before you stands a large chamber. It's an octagon. As you move in to this area, you notice that it hasn't been disturbed in a long time. And the reason you can tell that immediately is because there are moist footprints just heading in all kinds of directions around this place. Ah. But before you stands an archway. Oh, yeah, this is familiar. In front of it lies a skeleton missing a hand. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. If you'd like to know more about the show, feel free to check us out at therebedragonscast.com for lore, cast information, and updates on our schedule. You can also find us at therebedragons.podbean.com and on Spotify for your listening needs. If Twitter is more your thing, you can also find us at TVDragonscast. I am Matthew, your Dungeon Master, and Scan Felsbarth Thufferson is played by Joshua Walker. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust, Abella de Rosier is played by Angela Donlan, and finally, Nizel Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recordist. There Be Dragons' original theme and scores are composed by award-winning composer Sean Tinian. You can see more of his work at seantinianmusic.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time.